Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What is going on, everybody? It is another episode, another day. Episode 42 mm-hmm. of Pop Culture Crisis. I am here with my co-host. Introduce yourself, please. Hi, I'm Miracle Sam. Nice to meet you. How you doing today? I'm okay. What about you? Are you excited that we have a guest today? I am excited. In fact, uh, he, he's the one I keep telling everybody who watches the show. I keep telling them to like and uh, follow the Facebook, and I tell them to follow the TikTok just to make this guy happy. There we Int- go. Introduce yourself, please. Hello. My name is Dane Font, and what? I work here for Timcast Media, and I got to say, I'm not happy enough yet. Oh. Because I see you guys subbing on YouTube and on Spotify Hi-Fi and having all this fun. And here I am slaving away over a hot stove making clips mm-hmm. for I, you guys. Like, I, come on, give it a like and we give it a watch. You I know, was going to say, fun. tell them what you do for the company. Oh. He's a Latin lover of Brett. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's like 40 hours of the week, honestly. It's very time consuming. <laughs> but otherwise, beyond that, uh, I do like marketing, predominant, like ads clips editing all that fun stuff happy to be here too thank you for coming dude we are very very happy mm-hmm. like i'm what i'm excited about is like eventually uh pardon the really really lame comparison but there will be like a justice league of guests yes uh between dane hannah claire shane mm-hmm. and chris carr yeah uh and then chris Poole. uh well maybe uh i don't know if he wants to well, he was in the original ones. He, but he was pretty, like, he was doing the button pushing. Then he left me to push my own buttons while we're doing this. Now I, I, I do all the, I do all this stuff. But okay. as we know, all them pale in comparison to Dane Font. This is going to be a spectacular episode, everyone. Nice. It is. It is I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's not because Dane threatened us earlier. It, no, why would I? <laughs> Dane, uh, when me and Dane uh, talk, we probably have to tone down the the talking. Uh, yep. We're going to get very. We would get very R rated very quickly. <laughs> so we're going to keep it PG thirteen today uh, for the for the children, for the kids, for the future generations. Uh, we uh, don't they're want to, screwed anyway. Yeah. Well, that's that's generation. What's that term? Generation screwed yeah. for for Gen Gen Alpha. Brett gave me the talk. No. Um, Before this. I, did. Yeah. I, I told Dane, I'm like, look, you can't say all the awful things. You can only say some oh. of the awful things. And even then, you have to say the awful things in a less than awful yeah, way. Yeah. There's so much awful in my heart, Brett. Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do? It's what we love about you. That's true. Uh-huh. See, but the thing is, we know you. Uh-huh. So it like it resonates with us. You know, it's part of who you are, right. and that's what we love about it. But for the people that don't know you, it may come off a less than less than perfect. Yeah, I mean, they'll get it pretty quick. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's always hard to con- it's harder to connect sometimes when you're doing this stuff digitally. Like mm-hmm. I, I I love Dane because I can go up and then give him a hug after he says something awful. Oh, and and, and then uh, but uh, uh, digitally it's not always it doesn't always translate. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, did, I couldn't believe we forgot that we had to review Superman and Lois today. Well, like, we didn't know. Well, this week has gone. It's just really busy. Like we've been mm-hmm. really busy, like looking for stuff. And I wanted the perfect show for Dane. There we go. So I was like, I need to find topics about Kanye. Also, yeah, we got a yay story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a yay story. Is it's it yay ye. or ye? Yay. Yeah. See? No. Kanye. 
Yay. But he goes by Yi. It's Yee? pronounced Yi. Am I wrong? Am yeah. I, there's no way. It's pronounced Yi. Yeezy. I'm going to need a goggle on this. <laughs> a goggle? <laughs> We're going to need somebody to, to look that up for us and then correct us. I, I take no position. You two can fight over it. I'm just I'm Oh, just my here. God. This oh is God. original <laughs> fighting. You remember when we Are we going to have this on air? Yes. <laughs> We're going to have the Drake so and Kanye So if nobody's forgetting? familiar with this, oh. I'll... One of the original videos of Cast Castle, Dan and I were arguing which one was better. Drake's. Uh, she don't even know the name. She doesn't even know the name. And C- she was arguing for it. She's like, oh, it's the greatest album on the title. What's the name of Miracle? C- Certified Lover Boy. Yeah. He knows it. And I, I was just, about to and, get and to I think, it. And Donda's clearly, Donda's clearly the better album. Yo, I'm getting irate already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am. So, okay, so what we're going to cover is first things first, we're going to do a quick review of Superman and Lois, episode, uh, season two, episode three, uh, The Things in the Minds, The Thing in the Minds, and then we're going to go into this story, uh, Peter Dinklage taking Disney to task and Disney mm-hmm. bending the knee because Disney is... Disney is Disney. Uh, we're going to talk Cardi B and her lawsuit, which I, I got a huge kick out of because it, it allowed me to like ask a couple of questions that I couldn't believe <coughs> needed to be asked. Uh, there's a, a story about the Activision CEO and mm-hmm. the kind of incestuous nature of media and these companies that make both video games and movies and how the the media aspect of it works because it's uh, it's a it's a cycle, you know, like they yeah. they benefit one another, which is not inherently honest. Uh, you know, it's not honest in news and it's not honest in media mm-hmm. and video games. Uh, Kim Kardashian uh, is in the news. And I have one very important question I need to ask when we when we get to that topic about mm. the possibility of a second sex tape. Uh, oh, and, and then and then in Podluck, we are going to talk Elon Musk and we are going to talk uh, Mighty Ducks and what I think is actually fairly good recasting, even though I'm, I'm kind of upset. Mm-hmm. I was going to wear my I have a, a jersey from the original Mighty Ducks movie. See, it was filmed in Minnesota. I'm from Minnesota. So it's a, it holds a special place in my heart. So that is the stuff we're going to talk about. And Dane is we're going to do our best mm-hmm. to keep Dane from offending everybody. He's like, I can't promise anything. <laughs> I, I was literally going to say something. I was like, oh, that's offensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's literally our job today. It's like, we might be putting a... Like, we have to censor Dane. That's our job. The Chris, Chris might have more work to do than normal. He mm-hmm. does, normally, he just has to cut things up into the segments uh, and, get you the, and get you the file for the Spotify. Today, we might have to... To mark some time markers mm-hmm. out and, and keep Dane PG-13. You know also, what? can I play the pronunciation for um, go Kanye's for new name? Yep, go for it. I just want to get out of the way. Better be yay. It's yay. It's yay. Another win for Dane, boys. Dane wins. Dane wins. You'd think it was ye because of Yeezy. That's what I thought. I can't believe my daughter thinks that she can like (laughs) offend me. I know it's your show, but But I am your father. (laughs) (laughs) I can see the family resemblance. Yeah. We're just ethnic. Yes. It's There we go. Va- it's vaguely ethnic together. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now that we've gotten the already first slightly <laughs> offensive thing out of the way, I want to talk with Miracle. Uh, see, th- one of the hardest things we have to do here is we have to, um, when we have guests, they're not always going to watch the stuff that we watch, nope. right? So we're going to talk Superman and Lois, and mm-hmm. Dane's going to kind of be along for the ride. While he we- was listening to it a little okay. bit when I was watching it. Dane, uh, as somebody who's never seen the show, I'm guessing you didn't like it. It's, it's probably not in your wheelhouse. I mean, I was hearing it while I was working, and it sounded lame. That's it's, my review. That's okay. That's that's fine. Um, uh, so it's called The Thing in the Minds. Mm-hmm. The, the basic story is that Superman is having his weird 
Uh, their he visions migraines. He's, he's basically getting super migraines. Wow. Uh, yeah. and, and getting very mad at his kids as his kids like don't care that he's not feeling well. Yeah. Like he's like literally like spewing heat vision out and they're like, God, Dad, you're so. Why are you being so mean? Is that literally the premise of the episode? Yeah. It's one of the. Sto- I wanted no, to show you. It's important to mm-hmm. the story uh, because it, it plays into the character that makes its first appearance at the end. But he's being unable to control uh, his powers, and when you are the most powerful being in the world, that is a problem. I can relate. Uh, I exactly. I, I imagine that as uh, that uh, being super Dane mm-hmm. means that it's very difficult for you to control your when when you're angry. Uh, it, it spews outward towards the world and, and, and scares everyone. Right. You can imagine <coughs> when they get my pronouns wrong. Oh man! Oh. Exactly. So. Uh, beyond that, the, the I would say that the the one thing we'll talk about. We're just going to get into it right now. Whoever's writing the Sarah um, the Sarah Cushing story. I hate her, and I don't think she should be a necessary character anymore. No, it's not her. It's the, they're fundamentally screwing up the writing really badly. So mm-hmm. the, the idea is that uh, in last episode, uh, remember, a lot of this is like for as much important as like the superhero stuff is, mm-hmm. a lot of it is teen drama, which is par for the course with the CW, which can be done well if it's if it's done with good writing. This is not one of those examples, and I'll tell you why. Um, <laughs> they keep the... Basically, in last episode, the character of Sarah, who is dating Jordan... Mm-hmm. Uh, says like I kissed a girl at, at summer camp and I literally predicted that in the first episode I'm like oh my god she's gonna like because there was no like uh, hint that she was in any way bisexual <laughs> or anything like that I'm like they're gonna have her do this coming of age story it's gonna be really really cliche and that would be fine you okay. can do that well mm-hmm. but the problem is like now she's she's admitted to doing this and they're all mad at Jordan for being mad that she did this to him and they keep referring it back to the fact that like she's that she kissed a girl mm-hmm. like they're not mad that you kissed a girl they're mad that you kissed anyone they they, they, they he's not mad that you kissed a, a girl he doesn't mm-hmm. care he cares that you ch- kissed someone that wasn't him yeah but also i'm kind of sad that the cw missed this moment to play Katy perry i kiss I know, a girl i know right they uh, missed their moment that's a good catch the the i literally wrote it down because it like it was so annoying to me it said uh like when she's like talking to her mom about all this she says uh nobody cares about your problems <laughs> she Sarah. Says, i'm not ashamed or embarrassed and i'm like why not Nobody cares that you kissed a girl. You should be ashamed and embarrassed that you were unfaithful to your boyfriend. And then the mom literally said, she's like, well, if, uh, if that happens, he doesn't deserve you. I'm like, am I taking crazy pills? You yes, did this. He did not do this to you. He has a right to be angry for at least a period of time. And then you have to decide whether you're going to stay together or not. No, but it made me so mad because like um, when Superman was like having his super migraines, yeah. he's like, I have to tell Sarah what I am actually and like Superman is like giving him a good argument he's like don't tell her You're gonna and he's like I'm gonna marry her and he's like no you won't Th- that's Sarah Sarah's the uh, 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 Lana Lang which is Superman's like hi- high school girlfriend they move back here and that's her daughter mm-hmm. with uh, with another guy so that's um, Sarah that's the she's dating yeah. Superman's uh, son Jordan. Ah, okay. so like, this is Superman's side piece or something? Th- no, no. no. This, this, th- these They're are a little teenagers. bit too young these for are, Superman. These are teenagers. So oh God! The, the <laughs> <laughs> oh no! The, but the, like the, that was all I could think about. It's like they they're not using. Uh, uh, John Henry <clears throat> Irons enough. He's, nope. he's the best person on screen. I was kind of mad, like when he was on screen, they had his eyes closed. Yeah. Well, in the in the daughter, the daughter kind of came around at the mm. end. Uh, uh, what's her daughter's his daughter's name? 
Natalie. Natalie. I always mm-hmm. want to say Naomi because they have the, they just released the show Naomi. Naomi went down in ratings. I know, I know. But so it's the the Sarah storyline that just shows a fundamental inability to write properly. Mm-hmm. And then the they're they're literally treating the the Lana Lang character who's like running for mayor. Mm-hmm. They're treating it like there's never been a female mayor in the history of the world. I kid you not. They use the line. It's time for a woman to do a mayor's job. Yeah, <laughs> like, way to go, Kyle. At, at least, at least they like cringed when they did mm-hmm. it, meaning they they know it's stupid. Yeah. But they're literally acting as if there's never been a female mayor in the world. It's mm-hmm. like everyone is not cognizant of like Angela Merkel existing and running essentially all of Europe. <laughs> it's, well, it's like it's like they're pretending like the last fifty years in America, all of the progress that has happened didn't happen, which is ridiculous and mm-hmm. stupid. What progress? Brett? Exactly. Uh, the best scenes are were uh, are back to being Superman and Lois together, uh, or mm. Clark and Lois together. Well, that's the two main characters we should be worried about. Like, who cares about Jordan and Sarah? Like, especially Sarah. Let's just throw her off the cliff. And Jonathan with is the being shortchanged mm-hmm. with his weird drug store. I mean, that's very par for the course for like a teen drama too. What it's kind of drugs? It's, it's like superhero drugs now. They're like, they found this crystal. Superhero drugs? Yeah, yeah dude. It's wow. not meth. It's super meth. They're like... <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's super That's meth. literally what it is. Like they found this weird crystal that only grows in in, in small of them. Like so, it's not just meth. It's it's super meth. <laughs> it's super meth. There we go. Because so, they're in the middle of nowhere, and kids in the middle of nowhere. Meth. It's like kryptonite, kryptonite meth. Uh, crypto meth. Crypto meth. <laughs> That's the episode number, Kryptonite. That should be that. So, episode name. so he's gonna start getting crazy, like big. Yeah. Uh, and that I will say, and we're we're doing it, like I'm not explaining the episode. We're just like this is how <laughs> yeah. what, I re- when I review, it's I just kind of I just kind of talk about what I like about it. I'm a horrible reviewer. I just talk mm-hmm. about what I what. The, have you ever heard the saying like uh, people won't remember what you said to them, they'll remember how you made you feel. Yeah. Yeah. I very rarely remember what an episode says. I remember whether it resonated with me. But right. Come on, you remember when Sarah said, "I love you, Jordan," and. <sighs> And then at the end when they resolve their problems he gives she's her like, a necklace yeah and then he apologizes for being mad at her I'm like why are you apologizing to the person who kissed another person I know but she was like so are we together and he's like together forever oh god he's such and a I simp I was like ugh he's such a simp he's a 15 year old simp it's fine it's fine he's and 15 then, in the show I think they're him I thought he was 16 I think they're 15 oh. so 15 or 16 but then Jonathan's getting shortchanged because mm-hmm. he's like his storyline is very cliche he's gonna be a meth head he's gonna, a super meth head <laughs> he's gonna be a super meth head uh, the, the, yeah. uh, we got Dylan Baker back as General mm-hmm. Lane today I guess he's not General Lane anymore because he's no. not General anymore he's we a civilian no we, we didn't get any of his we didn't get anything from uh, General Anderson mm-hmm. from the other you know the, the good bad guy there's yeah. like a they've got this new general who's like you gotta be pro-America Superman you can't be a globalist there we go uh, and, which, and the guy's like it's, it's annoying because they're making the guy out to be the bad guy as if mm-hmm. he's bad for like putting his own government first but he's good in such a ba- he's bad in such a good way that it's actually at least fun to watch on screen mm-hmm. uh, but the best scenes really are just Superman and Lois dealing with uh, either Superman's issues or with um, the kids you know yeah. talking about the like the whole scene where they sit down and they have to talk about like his outburst mm-hmm. she manages to be like you need to fix this and we need to fix this together without yeah. it coming off as like her yelling at him or pre- they look like they're mm-hmm. figuring it out together yeah like I love the scene where she's talking to her dad like mm-hmm. she's on the phone and like she's talking to her dad and then when Superman had the outburst we can see your notes um but yeah when superman had his outburst with john um not jonathan jordan Jordan, about like coming out to sarah who he is really um she was like hey dad i gotta call you back and she's like honey (laughs) (laughs) 
I love that part because that's so genuine in yep. a real relationship where they're like, "You just yelled at our kid. Yep. yep. You you need to fix this. She does not fix job. this. Lo- mm-hmm. Lois uh, Bitsy Tulloch does a really good job playing it's that Elizabeth. role. It's Elizabeth. I she'll always be Bitsy. She was. Did you ever see the show Grimm? No. Okay. Oh. She was. She was in a show called Grimm, and, I and know. she was still we being share a common interest with it. Her. Uh, she used to, her stage name used to be Bitsy, but her full name is Elizabeth. But I, I still call her Bitsy because that's what it was credited back then. Uh, Emmanuel Shrieky mm-hmm. manages to pull off those horrible lines during the during the mayoral stuff. Fairly I don't well. like that story, but that's a credit mm-hmm. to her as an actress, not yeah. to the storyline. Same goes for I love the the mine manager lady mm-hmm. who's like vaguely evil. Like, 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 if you're like, if like a, a mom with a cooking show is evil, that's the best way I can describe her. She's oh my like, god, Paula Dean. Yes, be evil. Basically, it's Paula. It's evil Paula Dean. An evil butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the 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 Natalie character was less frustrating this episode. Mm-hmm. She's coming around. Basically, it's kind of uh, easy. It's hard to explain, but it's very like easy to do. Mm-hmm. Make the characters less annoying. <laughs> But also, my question is because like uh, Jonathan and Natalie had a moment where he, Natalie's like, "Oh, I noticed you had the new Madden." Is that their contribute to John Madden passing away? Could be. I mean, also they had to get the <laughs> dig in where he's like, "You play." She's yeah. like, "What?" Because I'm a girl. I'm like, they're just doing all it's the tropes. Not, yeah, it's not 2002 anymore, but dude. At the Spice Girls happened like 20 years ago. Girl power's been a thing. It's well, just like MK Ultra propaganda. Yeah, exactly. But um. At least they didn't bring up her race. Yeah, the, the, that'll. Uh, the, they've actually managed. Give to, it an episode. <laughs> they've managed to avoid that with them. Like they're, they're not. One thing the show does well is it doesn't. Because this is supposed to be portrayed as small town USA, Smallville. Yeah. It's literally Smallville. That's the name of the city. They don't portray them as like backwater hicks. Or they're not disrespectful <laughs> to the idea of middle America, right? Uh, just imagine somebody in the background is like, "You found super meth. This is super moonshine." <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Open a super store with super meth and super moonshine. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. No it, one knows. It's uh, so like like the, like they did the thing where like uh, when Lana announces her mayoral mm-hmm. candidacy, people from town are there and talking to her, and they ask her good questions that she can't answer. Yeah. Right. So the guys they're like they're distrusting of her, but it, they're not portrayed as stupid, and that's important. Like to me, mm-hmm. in, in a in an industry like Hollywood, which ha- takes every chance it can to like be rude to middle America and treat people with mid- for real. Yeah. So well, like, yeah, that's true. But also, um, Californians don't really know what's in no, middle they don't. America. They don't. That's a, like legit. My friends didn't know where Oklahoma was. I I also want to point out like did you ever notice how like uh like whenever like super mm-hmm. whenever like Tyler Hoechlin is like like talking to Lois he yeah. sounds like the guy from uh Napoleon Dynamite he's like god yeah. Lois I don't know what's happening like I don't know if it's <laughs> yeah. bad acting or if it's like he's great as Superman but like he's like Lois I I don't know what's happening to me and I'm just like god god like that's what it comes off as yeah, to me Yeah I I don't know I I think it's because like they told him to act like you're really frustrated. Yeah, and he's like, uh, "I'm trying to speak my lines. Frustrated. I I can't." The CGI was good. Mm-hmm. The, I loved the, it. The scene where they have John Henry Irons, where the suit assembles around him. Yeah. it's like trying to do Iron Man on a budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they they clearly have more money uh, to throw at this show for mm-hmm. the, those scenes than an average show on the like on a network television station. Yeah, but it they can only do like one or two of those scenes an episode. My biggest issue is that we see very little of Superman in a lot of the family, yeah. which is fine, but I think there needs to be more of a balance. <laughs> well, so. also there was a scene 
I was like, that's not Doomsday because no. Superman was fighting this one villain. And we are going to spoil this if you haven't seen this episode yet. Dane, uh, cover your ears. Yes. If, Never. If anybody who's watching this, uh, they introduce Bizarro Superman. Yeah. Um, because I was like, that looks like Superman. And then Brett was like, no, it's Doomsday. And then he comes back later in the room and says, well, I hadn't made it to the part where the mm-hmm. helmet got destroyed yet. Yeah. In, in the comic books, Bizarro Superman was so scary. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the cartoons as well. He yeah. was like terrifying. Yeah. And then in the very last scene, when they show him assemble uh, outside the suit, they showed the Superman and Lois logo backwards, which was a nice touch. Aww. Um, that was uh, that was very clever. So, mm-hmm. and they, this was like an organized campaign to keep this a secret because they kept talking about. Uh, because I read these articles about these shows all the time, I see a lot of media, uh, you know, general pieces we wouldn't talk about. Where like so and so goes in depth about this show, and it's just. It's just media hype, right? Yeah. Uh, and they keep, they kept talking about Doomsday, 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 Doomsday. So it was a, a concerted effort to keep uh, Bizarro Superman mm-hmm. a secret. So I'm glad that uh, Dylan Walsh is back as General Lane. Mm-hmm. The the lowest story is probably with her sister is yeah. probably going to become more important as the season m- moves so on. So what's up with her sister? Uh, was in a cult. Uh, I guess her sister was in a cult mm-hmm. and then Lois like did a story that exposed the cult and used like her sister as like a source. Oh my God. Are they trying to make fun of the original Smallville actress who was in that cult? That was the first thing I thought of. Uh, the what? Uh, what's her name? Can you look up her it, name? It's the blonde uh, one. It's the blonde one. Like, the, what, she what? was like a head organizer in that. Like, yeah, like, yeah. It was like Nvidia or something like that. What was the name of that? Or Nivix or something like that? Um, one second. I'm just going to look up Superman. A super no, uh, Smallville actress s- cult. Sex cult. Oh no, search up on INDB. She's on there. Um Allison Mack. Damn, our search history in this company. <laughs> <laughs> Allison Mack. Um she plays as Chloe. Yeah. Um Allison Mack. Uh um, Google a- Sex Cult. <laughs> how do you pronounce how do you pronounce NXIVM? What? That's the name of the cult. That was it was NXIVM. I'm that sorry. The Are you having a seizure? Nixov! <laughs> Uh, it's a Smallville actress. Allison Mack is now inmate number 90838-053 after NXIVM sentencing. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a good that's a good question. Like, are they, like, taking a shot at her? They have a it's character named funny. Allison Mack. Oh, that would be really funny because um, the girl that originally played uh, Lana um, Kristen. She Kristen was a, Kruick, yeah. Yeah, she was a part of it, too, but then she got out quickly. Yep, smart, mm. smart lady. Mm-hmm. So, yes, uh, this episode, to me, other than the Sarah storyline where they're weirdly just, like, they keep ignoring the fact that she's cheated and keep making it about the fact that it was with a girl, mm-hmm. other than that weird bit of, like, what I assume is failed writing, uh, I, I think this episode was better mm-hmm. than, the pr- than the two pre- previously, so I am looking forward to seeing the rest Yee. of it. Um, r- recommend, not recommend? Um, this episode... Other than the whole star- like Sarah and Jordan storyline, I think it was okay. Yep. It's okay. Like if you're really excited to see Bizarro Superman, this is what you're gonna get. Yep. Just a half broken helmet and Basically. a super migraine and super mess. Super migraine <laughs> and, and super drugs and uh, uh, like, who's your Smallville supplier? That's what they'll, that's what they'll be. I'm still with. waiting for them to go like. Breaking got- Bad so, It'd be the Breaking Bad version of, of superheroes Bro is that that Krypton stuff yeah. No, <laughs> no It's you the know, crypto strain You know Riverdale Basically like It's a small town also Like for the CW All these show. things take place In small towns Yeah they but can be recreated On sound stages Yeah but you wanna hear What their drug is called hmm. Jingle Jangle It's a pretty great name <laughs> It's called Jingle Jangle And it looks like um, That powdered sugar candy The one the pixie sticks 
It tastes like it too. <laughs> Dane knows. Dane He's like, knows. I took that oh, yeah. jingle jingle. <laughs> oh man. Okay, uh, we're gonna get right into Snow White. Yep, we're gonna get right into Snow White and this uh, story that I have a feeling will probably die out fairly soon because mm-hmm. nobody knows what side to take. The media has no clue who to who to back in this because mm-hmm. you're gonna offend everybody. Ninety percent of the population's lost them. Yep, yeah. exactly. So it says Disney responds to Peter Dinklage's Snow White live action criticism, exclusive from the Hollywood Reporter. And then I have another article that criticizes the Hollywood Reporter about this. So it says. Uh, to avoid reinforcing stereotypes from the original animated film, we are taking a different approach with these seven characters and have been consulting with members of the dwarfism community, says Disney. And the article starts, that was the, that was the main headline, it says, Disney on Tuesday responded to harsh criticisms made by Peter Dinklage about the upcoming live-action remake of Snow White. The Emmy Award-winning Game, Th- Game of Thrones actor uh, was a guest on Monday's episode of, the, of Mark Maron's WTF podcast when he blasted the announced film based on the 1937 animated classic because they can't make new stuff because it, that would require you to first of all then they can lose their uh, these things eventually go into the public domain so they have to keep making stuff mm-hmm. uh, and they don't want to have to market new ideas because new ideas cost money to, to you know to get people to recognize people will go see a Snow White movie knowing nothing about it because they've heard the name Snow White before says, after, not- after noting the casting of West Side Story breakout Rachel, Rachel Zegler, Dinklage told Marin, literally no offense to anyone, but I was a little taken aback when they were proud when they were very proud to cast a Latina actress as Snow White, mm-hmm. but you're still telling the story of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Take a step back and look at what you're doing here. It makes no sense to me. You're progressive in one way, but then you're still making it, making this backward, this effing backward story about seven dwarves living in a cave together. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the f am I doing, man? Have I done nothing to advance the cause for my soapbox? I guess I'm not loud enough. Dinklage says it's not in the Dinklage is not involved in the Disney project. Mm-hmm. I do love that he assumes that. Imagine being like of such note in society that you can be like, what I'm not doing in like my, my, my beliefs haven't done enough to change a multi gazillion dollar company <laughs> like Disney. Yeah. Like an age old tale. Yeah. A, so like an, a hundred, uh, over a, a story that's almost a yeah. hundred years old by a company that's worth like a gazillion dollars. And he's like, what? I haven't done enough to change this for you guys. Do you think he's offended because they didn't cast him as one of the seven drawers? I do not think that. I think he would have denied that. I don't yeah. think he would have yeah. done it. I don't think he would have done the role. Wasn't Tyrion great? You guys. Yes. Uh, yes. What, what's interesting about it to me is like, he literally called it a soapbox. So he, mm-hmm. he does see it himself that way. He's promoting his causes. Uh, and, and that's the thing. You can never be progressive enough. Mm-hmm. There will never be, there's never a finish line, right? I can. You cannot. I uh, can. Give me an example of you being progressive enough. Just look at me. That is true. That yeah. beard That beard is very progressive. I'm so woke. Yes. I've never been asleep. <laughs> well, that's because you're taking super meth from... There from, we go. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it helps. You're taking <laughs> you the, 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 the Smallville super meth that Both they have. woke. Yes. That's true. It says, to avoid reinforcing... No, so it says, Disney's attempt to record the re- set the record straight following... Uh, let uh, let out the following remarks. I love that they responded this quickly too. Like, can you imagine being important enough where then Disney itself has to respond to you like right away? Mm-hmm. It says to avoid reinforcing stereotypes from the original animated film, we are taking a different approach with these seven characters and have been consulting with members of the dwarfism community. We look forward to sharing more as the fi- uh, as the film heads into production after a lengthy development period. A Disney spokesperson said in a statement to the Hollywood Reporter. Still, years from release, uh, Snow White will have cultural. Con- Consultants, just like other live-action films such as Aladdin and Mulan. The film has been in development for three years. The studio has been reimagining the dwarf characters since the earliest stages. This is a, a product of being in a society now where everybody's connected. 
-hmm. Like there is, this is uh, filmmaking by committee. There's so much to unpack in that sentence. Yeah. They, it's like, if you're a company the size of Disney, you can't tell any story. It's literally the definition of that phrase, stay in your lane. Unless you're telling a story about who you are exactly, you are now going to offend everyone in some way, shape, or form mm -hmm. with whatever story you tell. I just feel like they're going to make it racist in a whole different dimension. Probably. Uh, but, but that's the thing. You can't make everyone happy. So eventually, like, uh, what was it when, uh, I think they bring it up in the article from uh, Bounding Into Comics, mm -hmm. where they talk about when Gina Carano... Uh, had this incident where she wouldn't put pronouns in her bio. Uh, they tried to make her go on like a forty-person Zoom call. Does she need to? With members of the of the trans community. The, no, but no, colleges make you do it now. No, colleges. But people Certain were bugging ones. her. People were bugging her to do this on Twitter, and she's like, "I have no problem with people doing that. I just don't want to do that. It's I don't need to. Right? You shouldn't be forced to do something because a group of people tell you you have to. And then when she did finally, she put in. Um, uh, uh, what did what was it that she put in there? It was uh, it was a term from one of the a uh, beep bop boop. Uh, she put her pronouns as beep bop boop, and they were offended by that because the beep bop boop community was offended. The, the the so they were offended by that, and they're like they, they said like if you want to stay uh, working for Disney. Uh, you just you have to go on this Zoom call with forty members of the <laughs> with forty members of the uh, LGBTQ community, mm -hmm. which is literally the definition of a struggle session. Right. You can't get anything. You can't actually get to any sort of uh, growth when you, forty people are talking to you at once about pronouns and Twitter about her not putting pronouns in her bio. And that, but that's what I'm saying. This is the result of a company being the size of Disney and trying to tell stories. And then realizing that someone somewhere somehow will end up being offended by whatever you make. Little no fact, I'm also the chief diversity officer at Teamcast Media. You can you guys can check Slack right now. If that you, is. If you oh really? Yes. Yeah, you can check right now. I'm the yep. chief diversity officer. Oh, and that's honestly, cool. This sounds like a great idea. Well, it, it would be like I guess like if they were to tell a story. Um, what would be a story? Uh, do they have anything that uh, involves South America as far as like their uh, their movies? Who? Disney. Have you? Is there any South America? Yeah. Is there uh, any Encanto? Encanto. So they would have to have like uh, some type of cultural consultant from that area. I'm guessing when they made Moana, it was um, Moana was basically well, uh, Pacific Islanders, yeah, right? Polynesian. So, Polynesian. So they would have had a cultural consultant for someone of Polynesian culture, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So they have to do all this stuff by committee, and you have to believe that the storytelling somehow gets lost in all of the political correctness. Not to say that you want to go out and try to offend anyone, mm -hmm. but there might be stuff that's important there that somebody could say, even if they're just playing it safe, like maybe remove that because it might offend someone. When that many hands get on a story before it even makes it into production, Dude, it's, it's going to be watered down. Mm -hmm. It's going to be extremely basic and, you're, and it's going to be cookie cutter. Nothing, nothing great gets made that way. And they're just going to sneak in a bunch of like advertisement like, and whatever they cut from scenes. A lot, uh, like a lot of shows do this. I think the show that like did it the absolute like the most reprehensible was like House of Cards. I'm sorry for this little diatribe, but no, I, go ahead. I think it like has to do with what we're talking about. So House of Cards, uh, before like he who must not be spoken was removed, mm -hmm. they had this scene where um, like the kid of the guy where he got ribs, uh, an African American kid. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. it's, it's important for the context of the show that's happening. Mm -hmm. So he meets uh, the president, and he and he tells him to, he tells the kid like, hey. So I'll give you one or two options. You can either come with me and mm -hmm. you live the tasks of the president for a whole day, 
or you could play a Sony PlayStation 4 packed with 40 games, <laughs> and, uh, including this and that. And the kid's like, I want to play the Sony PlayStation. Who says Sony PlayStation like yeah. in, in regular conversation? Mm-hmm. So it was just like an ad drop. And they do that every single time they cut stuff. It's like, cut that out and let's make an extra million. Yep. Yep. So the, the the studio. Well, we did a story the other day where we talked mm-hmm. about the la- the last thing you want to do now is like the producers' notes always end up ruining these stories because they're they're looking for a sp- certain agenda. They're looking to fit a certain cultural dynamic and all these things, and that's fine if the writer is going for that. But when it comes from the studio, when it comes from executives who are worried about uh, te- focus groups and test audiences, non creatives, non exactly. When you put non creatives uh, even more in charge of creative fields, yeah even more than they already are because they're in control of the money. Uh, it's, uh, I think this is, a, this is a sign of like the bad aspect of society being as interconnected as it is now. Mm-hmm. You can't escape the criticism anywhere you go. And it's also what happens when you make movies for Twitter. It's less yeah. effective though, isn't it? It's, it's what? It's less effective. I, I feel like everyone's like, yeah, okay. You make something, you make a lot of average, but you make very little great. Mm-hmm. You make a lot of okay, but very point. little amazing stuff comes out of that, right? All the great stuff that seems to be coming out right now doesn't fit this mold. Uh, Yellowstone is a good example of a show that's doing really, really well right now. Because Nothing it's has heart. Nothing has heart. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, the characters don't have synergy. Because know? it feels like nine people have created them, not one person who wrote a story that they love and care about. Mm. Right. And I mean, I have the same problem with directors. Like what mm-hmm. you're seeing a lot more than than I had ever seen in, in the realm of like blockbuster movies is dual directing teams. So it's like two you have two head directors, which if anybody's been a part of the creative process on any level, it's very difficult uh, when you're in charge to share that level of uh I guess, not just responsibility, but of control, right? So Mm -hmm. you have to be either in complete lockstep with one another, Mm -hmm. or you have to work very well uh, at resolving differences and being okay. Like the Russo brothers can do it, I'm guessing, because they're brothers, right? Mm -hmm. It's probably a lot easier to uh, argue about the creative process and then stay uh, on good terms. But the term creative differences isn't like a, that's not a misnomer. That's an actual thing that happens in these industries because people have different visions of what they want a story to be. And then what comes out usually ends up being somewhere closer to the middle when it's two people telling a story together. But like I said, there's a, uh, the possibility that one of those people had a great story to tell. One of them had a very below average story to tell. So what you get is just mush in the middle mm-hmm. we're not even getting middle ground we're just getting this very like letitious like make sure you use these keywords yep. in reference to this and that we're just getting a bunch of like lawyers speak yep. in the middle of shows and it just like it's so poorly they don't ri- talk like that in the real world right it's so and as a result it's so poorly written that it like takes you out of the scene absolutely mm-hmm. i i told her i said half the things that we hate about movies like what we would call and i hate the term woke I don't even care if they include it. I hate the buzzwords. Right. I hate the buzz. Like if I hear the, uh, it's like, we're going to talk about mental health. I'm like, nobody actually says yeah. that in the real world. They're like, dude, I'm, 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 f- I'm fucked up right now. I'm screwed up right now. Like yeah. I'm, I'm having a hard time. Nobody actually uses these terms unless they're writing articles for some newspaper or they're talking on mm-hmm. Twitter using hashtags. A good example you- is the Kingsman. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, we, we went and saw The Kingsman and there's a character, so it takes place during World War One, and this woman from a rich family goes to her son, she's like, families with, uh, uh, with privilege like ours, I'm like, nobody in 1914 said that, ever. In 1914? They might have said families uh, who have of been- Of wealth, you know. People, mm-hmm. fam- families uh, lucky enough to have what we have, uh, or to have the things that we have 
you say something like that. Yeah. Uh, families like ours who have been blessed to have the things that we have in life. You say that. You don't say a word that is popular in 2022. And here's a hot take. You know, a lot of times they put minorities in scenes where there's white people. Isn't that implying that, like, these communities don't have a rich and beautiful history mm -hmm. to draw, like, mm -hmm. new creative things from? Yeah, the, yeah. Why tell the story of Snow White with, uh, with uh, a different race when that's a specific... You know, it's yeah. like they recast Ariel as um, African-American. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, but so the question I always get is, like, aren't there... Aren't there princesses right. from Africa Several, that we could be tell know. that we could be telling that story? But you can't market that story Why cheaply. Not? No, I'm saying you can't market it cheaply like they can with these. There's so much name recognition to the Little Mermaid that they save money just by making the Little Mermaid movie rather yeah. than telling a new story. That's I why I think Japan is like kind of beating everybody because like I was so excited. I sent you the article about. Um, the black samurai that I told you mm. that's actually from Japanese history. They yeah. actually made it. So I'm kind of like legit yep. happy that Japan is beating the U.S. Yep. because they're writing new stories, both like different cultures and different races. And that's what we should be aiming to do here. Mm -hmm. Moana is a fantastic example of how that works. Well, same thing with Encanto. Encanto. Mm -hmm. I didn't see Encanto. I love Moana, though. Mm -hmm. But like these are story these are new stories. And I would argue that Moana is pretty culture. Well, I mean, not culturally relevant. It's not like there's a new movie coming out. But people know when you hear that term, when you hear that name, people know that they're talking about a disney mm -hmm. a disney movie right yeah. so just start make telling new stories and stop changing everything about the old ones for real yeah you know everyone's like how many i mean the only reboot series that's like decently good is spider-man yeah like how many times do we need to like i don't know like see sherlock holmes and all these guys like enough enough yep. they, and the funny thing is that another example of like where uh, here's an example of when race uh and gender swapping worked really well mm -hmm. uh when they did uh they did a sherlock in new york series called elementary on eight on it was a cbs or abc uh it's irrelevant uh and they had Johnny Lee Miller as Sherlock Holmes. They had Lucy Liu play Watson, except for it was Joan Watson, mm -hmm. not John Watson. And it was really good because they never drew attention to the. Yeah. They just she was just the character. They didn't try to brag as about it as a woman. Yeah, yeah. they, they never that. tried to brag about it uh, and make it a thing. They also managed to avoid like they, they literally like the the reason they swapped that character was because uh, the producer of the show wanted to prove that men and women could work together without being romantically involved. I don't know if I buy that. That's why he actually did it. I, I think that maybe the the, the, the studio might have had notes that maybe it's a good idea to want to change it. But like they they hired Lucy Liu not because she's a woman not mm -hmm. because she's Asian American no. they hired her because she's a fantastic actress and she did the role justice so it's like you can do these things but quit patting yourself on the back every time you do it as if you're because they're always like we are changing the world by 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 telling these new these stories over again with different with different. Uh, Demographics. I'm like, you're not mm -hmm. changing anything. And that's how I feel about the the Cowboy Bebop show. Yeah. Yep. By the way, I did I didn't watch it because like out of respect for the anime, like mm -hmm. straight up. Mm -hmm. But it's like they got they got this guy as the protagonist, and he's he's a, the generally like a good like actor, but he's a straight man. Yep. Yeah. He's not cool. Yeah. He's not a cool guy. Yep. Why didn't get they get the the Shang Chi guy? Like he's cool, he's hip. You uh, know, America he, loves Simu Lu. He's likable. Uh, I, well, I I know you dislike it because I make yeah. clips, but like mm -hmm. I think he's likable and I think he's hilarious. So yeah. like, like if you want to do the representation right, like do it right. Like don't yeah. don't just treat him like any Asian guy. Yep. Yeah. You know, like any Asian guy with the I mean, not even any Asian guy, but like yeah. if 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 it's your desire, you know, to represent that culture, it's like. Mm -hmm. Well, that was what Simu Lu originally wanted to do. So before he, he wanted got, to be Spike. 
No, not Spike. I mean, like, um, to represent, like, Asian people in media, like, as in, like, Hollywood. Like, that was his first initial thing before he got his biggest role um, playing the brother in Kim's Convenience. Like, he wanted to be a representation, but he couldn't because every time Hollywood would hire him, he's either the nerdy Asian guy or the martial art. Um, guy and Hollywood yeah. is still super racist. Yep. Like they, they made Snake Eyes Asian because yep. because like well it's an it's a martial arts guy. He's got to be Asian and like you know that's like super racist, <laughs> right? Like they, nope. they don't get it. You remember they made a CW show called Kung Fu and it has all the Asian people. Yep, and they and they all and they all hang out at the the community center. Yep, and they all do martial arts and there that's not racist at all. Yep, and Asian people apparently don't go to real doctors. They uh, well yeah of course you got to go to the to the one in like what in Chinatown or something yeah. like super yeah, super <laughs> racist and and they don't get it mm-hmm. I just want to talk about how good I'm being good Dane, job Dane Ariel. we are we are so proud of you. <laughs> we are yeah. so proud of you we if are we, if we had a rated R segment that would be member We've, dude members only with Dane would be lit Dope. oh my god you guys need to subscribe more we can't do this unless you guys subscribe more <laughs> share like and recommend it to more people yep. then we're gonna have like a members only segment where yep. Dane just lets it all loose you guys I know we're just meeting but you want this yeah <laughs> trust me okay you, you uh, want bread and miracles specifically like off the cuff yep well i i i find a good way to toe the line them's wild boy and girl yeah. <laughs> i don't know but for me again i wish disney can write like different stories of different races because like again like it's kind of racist like saying like other ethnic backgrounds don't have culture Yep. Let's just put them in these already established things like Snow White. So Peter Dinklage is like doing God's work by saying like, "Hey Disney." <laughs> well, like, he thinks he is. He, he thinks he is. He, he's mm-hmm. like, I I like Peter Dinklage as an actor. Uh, I I'm not a huge fan mm-hmm. of like uh, the soap the idea <sighs> that you're like talking about your soapbox. I guess he's yeah. like a jerk. He's, he is. He's, he looks like one. He's uh. It is. It is what it is, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. But I just thought that was interesting because I thought the funniest part was cultural consultants and the fact that Disney responded that fast mm-hmm. to to this. So I don't know. Um. Again, Disney, write more things. Yeah. You don't need a culture diversity consultant. You know for a fact that they probably get thousands of scripts a uh, a day, mm-hmm. like from people. Like, I mean, yeah. If your if your job depends on like fighting evil in the mm-hmm. world like trust me you're gonna find it and we're also talking about the company that like ignored like made mulan uh and didn't really pay attention to like where they were making it mm-hmm. Th- there's so many books on disney yep but. yep i don't know i'm just it's a rabbit hole we mm-hmm. shan't go down yeah, today. yeah for real <laughs> like that i use shant in a sentence that was, fanta- that was fantastic sweet there use of shant bro thank you um let's talk cardi b nice. all right i'm really excited about this, this I, I bet you okay are. let's go dang i'm okay. puerto rican and she's dominican and like dominican people are cool as boop okay and i love them <laughs> <laughs> so that's just, so cute the censorship cardi b thanks you for thanks you thanks you thank you to the jurors English. for big win Awarded another 1.5 million. What's crazy about this is like I see like libel lawsuits. It's very hard to prove, right? Mm-hmm. It's like def- or like defamation lawsuits and stuff like that. It's like you always hear about them, but you never hear about resolutions. 
Uh, it says, Cardi B is feeling super grateful to a lot of people now that her libel trial is, is wrapped up. And she's also walking away with a lot of money thanks to the jury. Cardi B spoke <laughs> out that she was leaving federal uh, she was leaving federal court on Tuesday after hearing a determination uh, to the determination of punitive damages in her case against YouTuber Tasha K. As we reported, Cardi won big in the case yesterday. The jury found Tasha liable for all three claims against her for telling several damaging lies about Cardi. Mm-hmm. D- do you think that Tasha K even has four million dollars to to give? I don't know how bi- I don't know how big her. Do you know who Tasha K is? No idea. Nope. Can you look her? I up saw on, a picture. Can you her look right her up there. on YouTube and see how many subscribers she has? Uh, She's the faming my queen. Mm-hmm. Says the rapper was flanked by her attorneys as she thanked the jurors for reaching a fair decision. She also thanked the media for encouraging her through the trial. I love how the me- it's not the media's job to encourage you; it's the media's job to like report on the story. But okay, we'll we'll, we'll let that slide. Mm-hmm. Have, have you guys seen the that show as a kid, like Recess or something? Mm-mm. What is that? Oh. I think I'm getting the name wrong. Recess? Recess. Or okay, something. what's it about? It's like a Disney show. Oh, it's, that one, yeah. It's like kids uh, like playing at recess. Mm-hmm. And, like, they they had one big white kid and, and ha- then one Asian kid. They had a and like they had a kid like taking notes and be like, yeah, this person is doing this. And like that's just how the media is. Yeah. Um you asked how many subscribers she has. Um shit, where is it? <laughs> Tasha K, that's her name. Yeah. They're Oh, I know. Is this is this like a white chick that's like always like sloppy mm, drunk? No. Nope. It's not a white chick. No. Nope. Let me see. Who how came to mind then? Hmm. Oh, that's not the right person. I okay. said Tasha K, bro. I wonder how many subscribers she dude. It'd be interesting. So it says the rapper was flanked by her attorneys. Is she th- okay? We can go down here. It says oh, one mil. Okay. Well, she could maybe afford it. <laughs> She can make some stacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She also shouted out her attorneys <coughs> for nearly three years of work on the case. As we told you, Cardi was awarded $1.25 million yesterday, and today she got an additional $1.5 million in punitive damages, plus $1.3 million for her attorney's fees. Holy crap. Nice. Uh, now, whether or not Tasha has the $4 million to pay Cardi, that's a whole nother Oprah? What? Are you sure you're reading this? Or does that say opera? Lol. Oh my god, Brett, where are you at? At the very end of the article. That says Oprah. Yeah. That okay. legit says Oprah. Okay, I so I was right. I was like, what? What does that have? That sounds weird. Um, Dude, writers today's are babies. Like, often, you know, so behind the scenes, I made the IRL, mm-hmm. uh, like, social media clips, and I'm constantly having to correct grammar from mm-hmm. journalists. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy the hardest thing for me is like when i'm reading these articles is like when they're doing transcribed conversations because it's very hard to like t- to, to like transcribe somebody who's talking to you so like, like they're transcribing interviews from podcasts right and when you talk you don't talk the way you write so i'm like reading it i'm like and this, 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 this? um uh, yeah, like exactly that. and i'm like i'm umming as if i'm umming and not the person on the on the thing yeah <laughs> it's just confusing all around and then this, this is why i can't read this article is from variety it just that's it one continues reason. on about <laughs> yeah. it and it says cardi b's lawyer said keeb uh, so her name was uh looks like it's tasha keeb mm-hmm. um uh, the <coughs> award comes uh, on top of the $1.5 million awarded from the jury. And it says she was liable for counts of defamation, invasion of privacy, and infliction of emotional distress. I thought public figure, I thought it was a lot harder to prove this when, when somebody's a public figure, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, 
how does reporting on something invade their privacy? I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cardi B sued Keeb in 2019 over several videos uploaded to her YouTube channel that made harmful claims about the rap artist. Keeb claimed that Cardi B contracted herbies, was a prostitute, <laughs> cheated on her husband, took hard drugs, would give birth to a child with intellectual disabilities, Yikes. and then engage in lewd acts with beer bottles, among other assertions. So she went nuts on her, right? Like um, She's not wrong. You can find this. Lawsuit was not hard to imagine. Well, like, why, why, why did she just like go in? Uh, it says uh, Cardi B's lawyer said Keeb was obsessed with slandering the Bodak Yellow rapper mm-hmm. and continued posting slanderous content because it got more views than her other posts. It's like th- this happened a lot with people with like the um, Johnny Depp stuff with Amber Heard. People yeah. love to cover that stuff because it does really well. And then you have to be very careful that you don't kind of go off the deep end. They just got like the perfect couple for the pretty crazy scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the ultimate, the penultimate. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you imagine like you're, you're making your, co- your daily content and you find this one topic that people just, you know, it's Johnny Depp, it's Cardi B, uh, and this person that people just love to hear about and you don't know why. Uh, you right there, bud? Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, okay, okay. He's uh, in uh, deep. A, well, a, a lot of times, like there's uh, the stink bugs are up here, so sometimes people see them and they freeze. No, I, I'm deep listening. Bro. Okay, <laughs> so it's like uh, you find that person that's that gets you a lot more views than everyone else, and you don't even realize you're doing it, but you start reporting on it more because you know it's going to do well, and that makes it v- probably very easy to like go overboard with what you're covering. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got some questions. Okay, do it. So before this uh, disclosure, I love you, Cardi B. Number one, she did do some of those things. Though. She did. I have another <laughs> article pulled up here. It says Cardi B. She said this in a podcast. Yeah, she she cr- like she said this. It's like hard evidence. I don't know why you're defending her. Yep. Uh, here, here's this. Uh, I just says, love Dominican people. Yeah, Cardi. Cardi B explains why she drugged and robbed men. That's Fun. the name of this article from the BBC. <laughs> okay. This is from March of 2019. Tell me, uh, Angel. Cardi B has defended herself after a video resurfaced of her saying that she drugged and robbed men who wanted to have sex with her while she worked as a stripper before finding fame. So maybe the maybe the 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 libel is that she called her a prostitute and not a stripper, mm. right? So that's tr- that's technically true. Like she's not. Uh, she's it's not a the same dancer. Thing. Yes. Get it right. The, she's the, a dancer, not a stripper. The rapper faced criticism after the three-year-old Instagram live video recirculated on social media. Whether or not, uh, whether or not they were poor choices at the time. Isn't it great? Drugging and robbing someone is a poor choice anytime. Eh, depends. And I, and what? I wanted apparently, and not me. I'm not saying it. Okay. They're saying. Uh, it. I did what I had to do to survive. That's also one of my... I fucking hate those stories. When people... It's in me, I'm saying in Hollywood now. It's the... They, they do bad shit, but it's just... They just have to do it to get by. I'm like, mm-hmm. millions of people around the world in really shitty situations don't do awful shit just to get by. I'm not... Def, I'm not saying that she didn't have her reasons that she had rationalized in her head, but mm-hmm. I'm saying that you should not glamorize it and maybe yeah, maybe my issue, is, issue maybe my issue is more with Hollywood glamorizing it than her doing it because she's uh, for whatever reason. But right? did she explain like who was the guy and why she did it? So let's let's keep going and find out. So it's because the, the first thing that I thought of when I saw this article, I was like, didn't isn't she the one who like admitted to? to she drink? did admit yeah. it. Oh, she's so hot though. No, she's not. I think so. Uh, oh, sir. Oh no. Whether or not they were poor choices at the time, why couldn't she just say? What I do, I'm ashamed of what I did, yeah, but I be. had, but I did what I had to do to survive. 
She's not, she's not even apologizing. Because she's real ass and she knows that that's not the truth, though. I guess I, I can give her points for being honest to her, for being true to herself. Yeah, she's real I, ass. All right, fine. That's, that's fine. The original video was made as her career was starting to take off and was her response to someone who said that she didn't deserve success because she hadn't put in any work. Nothing was handed to me. Nothing, she said in the video, before going on to reveal that she would invite men to her toe before, uh, before drugging and robbing them. I will say that it does sound like you didn't live the easiest life. Uh, I still think that doing this makes you a garbage, in my personal opinion, makes you a garbage person. Uh, you're right. But like, I'm, I, I guess I can still see where the lawsuit comes in because a lot of the other claims she made are clearly not part of this, right? Mm -hmm. In response to the Fuhrer, she said, uh, uh, she wrote on Instagram that she had been talking about things in my past uh, or wrong that I felt needed to make it, that I felt I needed to do to make a living. She added, I'm part of a hip hop culture where you can talk about where you were, where you come from, talk about the wrong things you've done uh, to get there, uh, to get where you are. So there's something to be said about that. How mm -hmm. many songs are about, do rappers make about selling drugs constantly constantly yeah. like now yeah but like, i don't think this is even close to the same thing but you're still uh glamorizing the you know it, of course i also think all drugs what's her argument mm -hmm. is her argument is like only i can talk about it no her argument is that uh she's just adhering to the culture of of hip-hop where uh rappers talk about what they had to do to survive before they made it big right, mm -hmm. right. so um jay-z did this all the time in his early years yeah. about uh, uh, anything like, and that's just one example out of millions of examples of people who have, uh, of rappers who have talked about the, you know, the, the sketchy stuff they had to do to get by. And mm -hmm. a lot of times we, we praise that because we're like, you know what? They survived long odds. They did stuff that they're not necessarily proud of, but this isn't about that. This is her saying that she didn't sell drugs to somebody who wanted drugs. She drugged and, uh, and stole from people who wanted to have, uh, who wanted to have sex with her now were they attacking her we don't i don't know like like i don't know i just i just want more details you know yep. because is it like something like she would do like as revenge for yep. guys that got to you handsy? can find like, videos of her on the hub and no they're not on attacking. the hub okay then what? so uh, and, and like she says i had limited i had very limited options i can respect the like if this was a story about her selling like drugs to like adults at nightclubs mm -hmm. i've been like oh, I yeah don't, i don't care i don't give a fuck like i don't care like it's it is what it is like those it's, are adults that want to do something and you're providing a service that mm -hmm. the government tells you isn't legal i don't give a fuck about that it's just like an extra level of maliciousness yeah yeah you know? it's the rob it's it's not it's a it's like your if this okay let's reverse those if this was a dude who said that he drugged and robbed women to survive yeah, the the outward this dude prison would be for in life. prison for life yeah for li it's a second bill cosby upcoming story essentially yeah, yeah. like i i just uh, and like and the funny thing is like i'm so like n like agreeable that i'm like i hate having these opinions because i don't want to piss anyone off mm -hmm. but it's like this isn't something to like and we're getting off the topic of the lawsuit this so it's crazy. she won this lawsuit uh and this stuff has happened so it, it just goes to show you that uh, <laughs> Oh, it, right there it says Keemstar says, oh my God, Cardi B is the female version of Bill Cosby. Yeah, okay. that's what I've been saying. But Cosby went a step extra. Mm. 
No, but so the the whole point is that this whole thing is just insane to me. And like, she won this lawsuit against this woman. Who? But the and the other woman is not blameless. The other woman clearly went overboard yeah, yeah, and crazy. reported crazy shit that had nothing to do that that she couldn't corroborate. And if you're going to wade into the into the realm of what I guess what we do is considered commentary, not journalism. I don't know if what that person did. Did they consider themselves a journalist? Did they consider consider themselves a commentator? Like uh, my opinions are my opinions. I'm not asserting that she did anything that she didn't already say that she did she says that she drugged and robbed men she's I can't admitted believe she won that. the lawsuit yeah. so it's I, it's because a lot of the jurors might be fans of no, hers no the, i mean the other claims are pretty like are pretty cut and dry was she a prostitute if you can't prove that she was a prostitute then that's libel i guess like mm-hmm. but like isn't it really hard for to be like a public figure yeah like, like, like yeah, one of these it's a lot harder to prove or no it's a lot harder to prove defamation which would be that you have to prove that their income somehow suffered mm-hmm. because mm. of this i think libel it's just that it, it's um it, you're proving that it's not true right you or you can't prove that they knew that she did this right so mm-hmm. if tasha k can't prove that she that she was a prostitute she's saying something that is objectively untrue Damn, it's not bad getting a million by calling someone a liar. Yep. I want that. So Do I, it, Dane. Sue somebody. Okay, it says, uh, th- there's only one comment. It says, good for Cardi B. She's the reason I stopped watching Tasha K. Sorry, Tasha, you reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. And then one more person says, amen. Like, uh, what if one of the guys from, like, Cardi B is like, yeah, when will you reap what you sow? Like, Never. guess not. So. Mm-hmm. That was uh, that was a spicy topic. There we it go. Is. That, that is. A, we're getting up. warmed up. We're just, well, <laughs> well, no, it's like it's like uh, it's like when we did the like when um, they did the live show and Ryan Long performed, mm-hmm. and he's like, "We're gonna get through this because some of the stuff was so damn spicy." That he's mm-hmm. like, "We're gonna get through. We're, we're through the sexist jokes. We're gonna get. We're gonna get through these jokes, and we're gonna be fine." He was a real sweet guy. He was. He is. So was Danny. So you mm-hmm. you a big fan of Cardi B? No. 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 I just don't like her. Nicki Minaj all the way. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I like Cardi B more. Come on. More. Okay. Well, like legit, I agree what Nicki Minaj said at Rihanna's party. She's like, "Dude, you're a celebrity. Stop being ghetto." But I yellow is such a cool song, bro. No, it's not. <laughs> I love it. No, it's not. It's so boring. It's, uh, well. You two are never <laughs> going to agree on music. Never on okay. nothing. I can't wait to get to the yay. I can't we're, wait. We're almost there. Oh, we're almost there. Just give Hold me more. Up. Just give me more hyped up. Breath. We have one more <laughs> article before Yay. Yep. I, I really hate it's pronounced Yay. Like, is it because he ran for the birthday party? You remember? I think it was always Yay. I don't think it has anything to do with the birthday party. True. Oh, it would have been funny. You, if you've it just was. always been wrong. Oh. Or is it like whenever he like whenever he comes in his room, he wants his kids to be like, "Yeah," so it sounds like they're happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Donda Boys. Yep. We're, uh, technically, I was an unofficial member of Donda Boys. <laughs> You're a Donda Boy. Well, yeah, because I way it. better than. So it's Chris Carr, Shane Cashman, Brett, and me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. And then that's a lineup. And then Miracle and Nick for for CLB. Oh my God. Or, uh, yeah, like I mean, trounced trounced <laughs> it's jail part two all the way she didn't what? even remember the name of the album she couldn't she remember i didn't even know that was the name of the album and, and we can't talk <laughs> about her argument here on the show <laughs> and that's why you guys need to subscribe so we can have the bonus content well, and so you know the real real we can have like a we can we can like get into it a little bit when we talk yay there's actually fist being thrown 
There will be fists. Yeah. <laughs> there will Catch be fists. Catch these hands. These hands. It's mainly like Dane like pushing me to the wall. <laughs> that could very well happen. That, She's that, not it's not the truth, FBI. It is not <laughs> the truth. It's not what happened. It's not what happened. I just break easily. That's that could be it. Yeah, that is true. Oh I God. did fall down the stairs because my joint like popped out of place. Listen, I didn't push <laughs> this girl upstairs. Turn the cameras off. <laughs> okay, we're just going to move on to Activision Blizzard. No. We're moving on to Activision <laughs> Blizzard. Uh, this article is from Bounding Into Comics, and Dane loves video games. I do. He uh, does. He wants I, to start a gaming channel. I will. I find the video game industry fascinating because it's like... Uh, <laughs> It's not as big of a mess as like comics or the movie industry, but mm-hmm. it's also a mess in its own right. I find the like, more money though. One of the mm-hmm. fun, yeah, no, absolutely. One of the things that's funny about getting this job for me, it was literally it was literally the perfect job for me because I care less about most of the time about the actual like the mo- movies are different. I love I've always loved movies, but uh, video games, comics. I don't read. I, I read almost no comics anymore. But I love watching the industries just burn to the ground. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love listening to people talk about how awful the business is. So it's like, uh, it, it kind of was the perfect job for me to, to be able to to document these industries just falling apart. I consider Brett Rents a company benefit. Yeah. It is. Some people get health insurance. I get Brett Rents. I mean, well, shit. you know, I, I try to limit it so that people don't have to listen. Like the whole, re- I literally, I think when we, when the first episode we made of this show, mm-hmm. I said, I literally think they gave me this podcast so that I would just shut the hell up during the day like god he's fucking he's talking about what we don't care dude we we don't care what's going on in the film like it's literally like uh, they they gave me this so i wouldn't i'd stop talking Mm -hmm. uh during the day like if we keep him upstairs researching stuff for the show we won't have to listen to him complain about these industries little did they know yeah i know right (laughs) well you know i mean it does keep me up uh, it does keep me uh uh, people like some who is it Allison's like, I never see you down here anymore. I'm like, yeah, I'm working. I'm busy. Mm-hmm. I know. So it says Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick allegedly wanted to buy Kotaku and PC Gamer for good PR. Claims delaying games hurt stock more than sexual harassment lawsuit. Oh, boy. Um, first of all, it, nobody actually trusts Kotaku or PC Gamer anymore. Or Activision. Or Activision, uh, especially Activision with their Cosby, with the Cosby suite. Um, It says, a deluge of news has come out in the wake of Microsoft's $68.7 billion purchase of Activision Blizzard. Uh, How much? $68.7 billion. Damn, dude. Um, And then they're going to keep it dual platform. That's what's crazy about it. So it says, including confirmation that Call of Duty will remain multi-platform as admission by Activision CEO Bobby uh, Blizzard, Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick has sought to buy gaming news outlets in order to help rehabilitate his company's image. And the revelation of the video game publisher's delay of games did more to affect the stock price than their current legal troubles. Oh yeah. Like I can see like this, the, as awful as it is like for Mm -hmm. these people, the, the sexual harassment lawsuit and stuff like that, that's just a bump in the road. Not p- products not coming out when they need to. Dude, Kotaku loves the e drama. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. They do. All of these sites do. Like they completely gave up on like having like it's like the de- Mary Sue in depth reviews. Mm-hmm. They're all about like man. If someone looks at someone weird in a company, Kotaku's over it. It's Gamergate all over again. No, nah, Gamer. I mean, Gamergate was a wild topic. That's mm-hmm. what this is. This is. Uh, it's like. Uh, it's like. It's like. Uh, the they still think it's going on. I think that's the catalyst to woke culture. Gamergate. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of people do. You know, they're making a movie about Gamergate. Oh my god, it's. Up, like, with like uh, uh, Elliot Page was supposed why? to be involved in it. 
Yeah, I'm not kidding you. Like, can you, who's gonna be Sarkeesian? Oh man, I'm gonna be Sarkeesian. I hope uh, so, dude. Please, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Quite, oh my god, dude! I get to be Anita Sarkeesian. That woman is evil. <laughs> <laughs> These, uh, like, uh, what was it? She, she complained about the, uh, the last thing I remember hearing. She from threatens her, companies. Yeah, she's like, like, sure would be a shame if you're if you didn't hire uh, me to, you know, you should hire me to to be your uh, co- your consultant on this game because sure would be awful if it didn't treat women right and then the wrong right. people got angry she threatens people yep well it's 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 the way the mob threatens you when they come to your door for that's uh, her move dude. For, for their uh, for their cut of your uh protection money yeah they're like sure would be a shame if someone broke your win- broke your windshield mm-hmm. dude oh my god that's that's what this is it's literally it's a it's it's extortion that woman raised so much money to make a video series uh, for a topic that like a lot of people thought that deserved covering, and she did like three out of twenty or mm-hmm. some shit. Well, like, she tried. This this lady is the ultimate. She's like the prototype scammer. Yep. Well, and I think it's like what they're talking about here is it's the same thing as like the Washington Post being. And she owned. wants more money to do nothing. Yep. It's the same thing as the Washington Post being owned by Jeff Bezos, and then there's this right. there's there's this great meme where it's like it's 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 a timeline of like the Washington Post ownership, it. and then <laughs> as he becomes owner, articles favorable to billionaires suddenly start popping up. Uh, no, I'm sure it meant nothing. I'm sure it was just a freaking coincidence. The timeline goes like there should be no billionaires, <laughs> so like why billionaires are saving the galaxy? Exactly, it's like so ridiculous. It's, it's uh, like these things are the mo- the funniest part of these industries because it's like. It, I have a lot of friends who don't really pay attention to this stuff in politics. They don't mm-hmm. pay attention. If if somebody isn't telling them uh, that something happened, if you make any connection that isn't explicitly told to you, mm-hmm. they think of it as like a conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. right? NPCs. So it's like I, I don't even know, I don't know if it's that. I think it's a it's a product of how we were raised to trust uh, media as a whole. Uh, but then you get in these things where it's like. Uh, Dude, I, I'm I'm so deep in the, the the gamer lingo. So like when people started started talking about simulation, it was the happiest day of my life. And like since I was like six years old, I've thought some people are people, and some people are just an adaptable algorithm <coughs> that moves with the time. And like whatever the trend is, they shall mm-hmm. be. There was a great video by a YouTuber named Aiden Paladin where she she dissect she's a she's like a social scientist but like anti-woke social science. She's very big into numbers, very big into data. And she dissects this article about um, people who believe that they have no inner monologue, making them essentially real life NPCs. It's like three quarters of people. Uh, three quarters of people like confess that they don't have like internal monologue. Isn't that mm-hmm. terrifying? I would, I would like, I would kill someday to just not have the, inter- to, to not be talking to myself internally <laughs> all the time. Like there'll be times where it's like, it's like nine in the morning. And I think to myself, I'm like, if I have to get up and go out of the room, will there be somebody at the corner of the room? Will there, or will there be somebody at the corner of the stairs? Should I go the other direction? And I have this large scale conversation with myself just to get to the bathroom Damn. in the morning. It's okay. Uh, and I and I break down every possible outcome. I'm like, I don't really want to talk to people before 10 a.m. Just to avoid everyone that loves you. Just to avoid everyone that loves me. Like, imagine <laughs> just waking up and being like, must go bathroom, and just walking there, and like everything else is just kind of there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. I I, I also like. 
I have times where Dane Dane Zipu just wants to be alone. Yeah, <laughs> like the, it's uh, probably my uh, uh, one thing I've talked about. And we're going to talk more about it tomorrow. Is like the the worst aspect of um, before getting sober was the way that drugs used to exacerbate my my isolationist tendencies. Meaning, mm. like I am far more comfortable by myself and alone, and I have to kind of snap myself out of it when I'm here because I'm going to work. You know, you were working from you were working remote for a while, yep. and we're getting off topic. But I, I do love that like NPCs are definitely like a, uh, it's definitely something you have to worry about in the world, in the world today. It feels that way. Mm -hmm. um, but in this article, it says to, to start as reported by Bloomberg, Sony lost an eye watering 20 billion in stock value after Microsoft's acquisition announcement in the aftermath. Sony stated that they expect Microsoft will abide by contractual agreements and continue to ensure Activision games are multi-platform. So Sony lost money mm -hmm. because Activision, they thought maybe Activision would make it or that Microsoft would make call of duty, uh, a, you know, like an Xbox only thing rather than, uh, multi-platform mm -hmm. sure enough microsoft informed the public that they intend to do just that with spencer stating on twitter had good calls this week with leaders of sony i confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of activision blizzard and our desire to keep call of duty on playstation sony is an important part of our industry and we value our relationship there's something to be said that like the wwf sucked when wcw failed uh and it became like a one company monopoly that's still struggling today mm -hmm. even though new companies have popped up in the interim uh so you need competition to keep you spry in a way but this is more i, I want to talk more about the the magazine stuff here it says in the wake of the buyout the wall street journal also reported on fresh allegations which came to light from those uh familiar with with kodak meaning the the head of the company uh such as he alleged his alleged desire to buy out gaming news websites like, like Kotaku and PC Gamer to help restore Activision's reputation. Can you imagine the same exact thing? They purchased the company, and then all of a sudden, why the misogynistic behavior at Activision Blizzard is actually a good thing for the gaming industry. This is such a terrifying precedent that's being established. Yep. Like, Jeff Bezos got away with it, and now everyone is just like, oh, you can buy the reviews? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, I mean, people have a problem with people that, uh, you know, like, a lot like a lot of the reason, like, YouTube movie reviewers are successful, uh, or, like, people who review stuff are successful, is because they know that they're not bought by these, like, the ones that aren't getting review cut. Like, they'll wait to see the movie to get a review from somebody they actually trust who's not getting an early screener edition. Mm -hmm. Dude, and I just feel like everything is going to be, like, not... You're not gonna be able to trust anything on the web anymore because, like, the YouTube like removed the dislike feature. Yeah, yep. and anyone that has worked there's uh, plugins you can use to yeah. get back. But like, if you just think of normies, like anyone that has worked in tech or like in any field where they need to like constantly update their skills, knows the dislike feature is the most important feature because you can tell if the review is actually good, you can tell if the tutorial is actually good. Mm -hmm. We would have now never gotten the Sonic redesign for the Sonic movie if, it, if it wasn't for the for the dislike feature. And imagine all the things we're gonna lose now. Gotham uh, Gotham High, that horrible DC thing where they turned, uh, they made like a YA Gotham. Bro, what? Uh, it, uh, or, uh, yeah. or what is it? Um, I, saw, I saw the young uh, Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, it's so bad. But I'm saying that like the reason people knew it was awful is because it had a gazillion dislikes and almost no likes. I mean, you, anybody watching it could know it's awful, but right. uh, for the person looking for the, the quick look, 
uh, you need that dislike button. Mm -hmm. So it says, True. with the buyout coming month, uh, after months of bad press for Activision Blizzard in light of their being sued by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing for sexual harassment and discrimination in July 2021. I'm assuming that means they're being sued by that department on behalf of people? Yeah. Not on, not just the the company's like you're a bad company. We're no, suing you. It's some companies you work with, like yeah. you you give away your rights to like sue the company as an individual, and you have to sue them like through the state. Yeah, not not through the state, like through like a department that's like done to do that. And, okay. And it's, I mean, I, I worked at a company that was like that. Okay. So it says these actions include measuring our executives and management teams directly against cultural improvement. <coughs> um, we're getting into the, the ESG funding and the and Fun. uh, the establishment of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, oh, a diversity, equity, <coughs> inclusion leader. So like mm. you for, for yes. us. Uh, I hope you guys check Slack. Solely focused on our progress it does across. Say it. I was surprised. Solely focused on our progress across multiple efforts in this area and tripling the size of our compliance and investigation teams, uh, articulating clear accountability uh, for unacceptable behavior. Further, Ybarra noted that the studio quote has quote sorry quote shared representation data internally with our teams and have set goals around improvement across the across these metrics i love the i love the the like the the jargon the jargon it's it's so business jargon like you, nobody talks like this in the real world it's industry jargon right i mean er, er, it's this is just such a litigious world <laughs> and country like you make a sandwich and you gotta be like well just because i have sandwiches does not mean that i disrespect all their cultures and their cuisine like it's mm -hmm. ridiculous like yep. you just have to like also apologize a, for everything a woman didn't make it i made it well i am a woman so oh rude my bad <laughs> as well as, as having put uh in place a for an upward feedback program so that employees have confidence and in value in evaluating management according to the blizzard ceo these feedback programs will be used to measure quality and effectiveness in effectiveness in our managers there's no way any of this stuff actually leads to any action that was change. so much nothing yes uh it, well let's say you know it's it's uh executive speak mm -hmm. right uh, you say 9,000 things where one, this is a perfect example of the, like we had the article the other day about lawyer speak and I, yeah. we cut the segment cause I was like, we didn't have, there wasn't enough there. This is an example of why it's weasel words and they're not actually going to make any changes. What the world looks like on paper, no matter how much you articulate it, no matter how much detail you put there will never live up to what the actually happens between with actual physical human interaction, even at the workplace. Mm -hmm. I just hate that. Like you don't even have to try. You just got to say you do. Yep. It was like uh, uh, they don't care about whether you actually do better. They care about that they acknowledge that it's something. They make that a public they, that statement they care out about. of it. Exactly. That they spend ten million dollars on a marketing campaign to of a hundred thousand dollar donation. Mm -hmm. Yep. Says as CEO of Microsoft, the culture of our organization is my number one priority. No, returning money for your stock for your s stakeholders is your number one priority. Mm -hmm. Not anymore. Sorry, that was me editorializing. That was not his actual quote. I'll I'll go again. I apologize. Uh, sometimes I get spicy and I can't help myself. Okay. Uh, as CEO of Microsoft, the cultural the culture of our organization is my number one priority," said Nadella. Uh, this means that we must continuously improve the lived experience of our oh employees God, and create an environment that allows us to constantly drive every day, <sighs> uh, every day improvement in our culture. A whole so much nothing that it's almost. It's almost something. Just do a thought exercise of a company that like dedicates like 50% of its time to that. 
Everything is uh, is like, sir. This is a Wendy's. <laughs> I, I, I want my fries at some point. Everything is spoken as if a PR representative, as as if a PR person wrote it. Uh, it's what I hate about Twitter. Like everybody in the world now has to act like they're running for president. Right. Like, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on Bill Cosby getting out of jail? I'm like, I don't know shit about Bill Cosby getting out of jail. But instead, you have to say, I am extremely offended at the notion that the horrific acts of that Bill Cosby perpetrated on these young women. And I'm like, dude, you're like a 24 year old who works at an Aldi's. You don't need to say that. And everything's a virtue signal. Yep. Like, if you're a boomer like me and you're on Facebook on your birthday, it says like, so do you, do you want to use your birthday? to like donate to any causes nope it's like dude it's about me <laughs> yeah d is the cause me <laughs> for real like the dane fund like donation for student loans like what the hell i would donate to that <laughs> you should Same. this is, uh, okay he has a master's degree there we go let's mm -hmm. continue quote this master is hard dane. this is hard work it requires consistency commitment and leadership that not only talks th that not only talks the talk but walks the walk. Mm -hmm. That's why we believe it's critical for Activision Blizzard to drive forward on its renewed cultural commitments, he added. Dude, as a Latinx, I'm so moved right now. Ugh, never <laughs> ever say that ever again. Um, I, yeah. I just hate it. I hate that word. It's, uh, it's, everyone loves the term Latinx. Every, isn't it really just white people colonizing another person's they heritage and language? They can handle our language, and then it's gendered, and so like you must abide by our like new standards. It's mm -hmm. like <sighs> this stuff was always going to happen to an industry making as much money as video games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. it was always going to happen. It's a miracle that more hasn't happened. It's just because like Japan industries don't give up. They do not. They do not give a crap. They're like, uh, my, what was the? Why would they? My one of my favorite things to watch is Hero Hayes videos about like how the how Japan Japan doesn't care about like the crap that goes on here. Basically, like, nope. they they don't know, they don't care. It's like the or the stories of like somebody will color, they'll do like a, a drawing of mm -hmm. like an anime character, and like you made the character too light, and they're like, what? Who cares? Who cares? Like they, they, this is what the character looks like in this lighting. Mm -hmm. Like, do you know guys about Final Fantasy Seven? Yeah. yeah, all the read. Yeah, mm -hmm. all the, all the chaos that became of. I'm trying to be PJ of a bosom size. Yep. Oh, that's character. a huge one. Mm -hmm. uh, um, jiggle physics is a real thing. Jiggle physics. Yeah, j jiggle physics is a real thing in video games that you have to take very, very seriously. There's a whole video game for that. Yep. Guys, we need we need to have the behind the scenes. Uh, the, <laughs> the jiggle physics documentary. <laughs> so I mean, this is like uh, my favorite part is like. When you see that stuff, is it? It's called uh, cheesecake in comics, right? Like when the when the when the proportions are drawn ridiculously out of uh, cheesecake. It's really called that. Yeah, uh, it's it's a reference to the proportions. It's a there's a famous. Um, they they're not drawn to look realistic. They're drawn to look exaggerated, almost caricaturish, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the women are hypersexualized, but it's that's the style. It's a style of art, right? And so it's it's bad. Why is it bad? It's inherently bad. Why? Because men do the drawing. Because uh, because men like it. Ever noticed? Like they don't care that. Uh, that I hate men. They don't oh. care. They don't in the, like in these industries in the video games. They don't care that a character in Final Fantasy VII looks sexy. They care that men like that the Final Fen How dare Fantasy VII character. It's a weird form of modern day puritanism. Except for it's not for religious reasons. It's for virtuous uh, anti. Uh, I guess I not anti. Just anti male. But uh, it's weird modern day puritanism 
puritanism just to just because other people can't have it but god said talks about this all the time and he says like the problem with it is that there's no condition to where you're going to be right because if you sexualize, it's like you're being you're you're sexualizing. If you don't sexualize, it's like oh, you got no sexual aspect mm-hmm. because you're a monster. It's yep. like, can't win. You can't win. It's it's a never. It's the goalpost moves at every. It's not even that it moves just forward. The goalpost moves in whatever direction they want. Uh, they they want to move you. So it's like in these video games, do does anybody actually real care? The normies don't care. Normies do not care. This is a small segment of extremely uh, vocal activists. Normies care if they're programmed to care. Yep. Well, I'm saying, but I'm saying normie, and I'm not even using normie in a, in a derogatory, I'm not using it in a derogatory term. Like people who just want to play video games right. or watch movies and not think about the mm-hmm. fact that this stuff matters to, to people. Like, it's ridiculous to me. Uh, and you're never going to erase this culture from video games. You're not. You can't get rid of it. I mean, you like, know... The way things are going, it's hard to say. But mm-hmm. like, as long as Japan doesn't give enough, that's that's what they don't. But it's funny. Have you seen China editing all their animal, uh, animal? Wa- <laughs> I said animal waifus, but yeah, it's animal. <laughs> w- what did they do? Uh, so basically, you know that anime, um, the Dragon Cafe. No. Oh, okay. So I'm not a weeb. Oh. Oh, okay. But there's an anime. I don't know the full title of it, but it's like a bunch of dragon waifus. And like one of them has really big boobas. And China <laughs> China was like, no, we can't have this. So they made her flat on Ooh. purpose. Oh, and awesome. we took it and, and everybody hated that. Mm-hmm. And then there's another censorship thing where it like where they're not wearing a top and like China had to cover it with bubbles. I also want to know these people <laughs> d- claim to love representation. What about women that actually look like that? Like you're with you're, big boobs. You're yes, getting rid scary. of the diversity for real of titties. Exactly, diversity. <laughs> like, this, t- Dane, you should be the face of. I've it. been so good. <laughs> he was doing. Let so good me lazy. have one. You got it. You're, you're good. <laughs> I'm just saying, like uh, ge- uh, geeky always talks about mm-hmm. this uh, in uh, when uh, on clownfish videos where she's like, "Why do they get rid of people that look like me? I'm a bigger woman." Like in they're like why and ginger do- girls. Yeah, she's yeah. A, she's a ginger too. Mm-hmm. That, that that woman. Every time, why do they hate gingers? They I hate love gingers. The ginger side, man. It's it's, it's ginger- a real thing. Well, mm-hmm. I believe it. Yep. Yeah. They they hate the. They I hate want a child with ginger hair but i know it's not genetically possible there we go it's weird that you have won a child with a specific hair color but you know what to each their own i i just want the hair color because i think it's so cute i think it's cute on little kids i think what you should want is like to raise a healthy kid well balanced that gets a good job has a good career and lives <laughs> one a good arm life, but, no yeah. legs ginger hair <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. So, so sorry, child. I guess uh, in the end, uh, I just think it's hilarious that they want this. This article goes way more in depth about the lawsuit, mm-hmm. but it is just really evil that they want to just buy the magazine so that they can just buy good press. <coughs> yeah, that's the yeah. move now. It's but it's like it's not hard to believe. It's not Disney hard to believe. Kind of does that. We're gonna. Oh yeah, dude. Disney owns so many of the. We're gonna do that here in Pop Culture Crisis Studios. Yeah. We're just gonna buy. I don't know. Mm, we're just gonna buy everything. We're gonna buy mommy blogs and be like, dude, why well, bread isn't offensive? Exactly. Well, <laughs> D- Disney does this with like they because they buy off influence. You know, it's like mm-hmm. that's a whole culture of like women who like it's the wine mom Disney yeah. wine moms like uh, like oh my god love and light and that may- sparkles and and all this stuff. You know, so I used to work at an advertising agency. Like, mm-hmm. my most successful brands were all wine moms. 
Oh, like I got it within me. Like I, I can become. Can you one. give me an example? Can you do it? Oh, uh, I mean, I, I did it in Spanish, but I used to have this product that was. Oh, I don't know if I, I can talk about this actually. Never okay, mind. never mind. <laughs> Wait, can you do? Okay, so let's think about the most wine mom thing: skinny pop, um, popcorn or skinny girl. Can you do advertisement for them? I mean, I, I need to know the specs, you know. So skinny girl. girl is basically made by a woman who married a millionaire, divorced a millionaire. And now she's like a rich woman because she made. Um, wine and popcorn for people on diets, but it's still the same thing. Honestly, what 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 really worked mm-hmm. was like a bunch of recipes and details, and having yeah. like share yours, and they they just like mm-hmm. ate it up. They mm-hmm. loved it. I or get, can you advertise Brett for wine moms? Brett for wine moms. I mean, just uh, take, just take just a picture of them, honestly. Itself. That's what I'm saying. Just take a picture. Honestly, all the wine moms are. Doing. Oh damn. Um. Okay. I don't know. Like take out your inner wine mom. I want to see my this. Inner wine mom. Yeah. My inner. I, I. I. It's. Wait. Can you do a I can't do it for mom? free. I can't do it for free. There you go. If you're if you're, if you're good, good at something, something you never do it for free. And I, I'm honestly like right now trying to think of all the NDAs I've signed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll move. We're gonna move on. We're gonna, we're gonna move on, and we're gonna talk yay. Oh yay! 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 We're talking uh, yay. yay! I hate this so much. I Kim Kardashian, it. no new sex, no new Ray J sex tape on laptop retrieved by Kanye West. What does that mean? I have a very important question I want to ask, and we'll get down the article that I, I literally started laughing out loud when Please. I read this. It says there's apparently only one Kim Kardashian and Ray J sex tape in the universe, and while Kim's thankful Kanye recently retrieved. Uh, while Kim's thankful Kanye recently retrieved a laptop with footage from Ray, we're told there's nothing sexual uh, about the unseen content. Oh Kanye made waves during the, uh, during his Hollywood Unlocked interview Monday when he shared he delivered the device to Kim during her recent stint on SNL, causing her to cry happy tears when she saw it. Many speculated the laptop contained a rumored second sex tape between Ray J and Kim, but a rep for Kim tells us that, no, that that's just not the case. After review, there was nothing sexual uh, there was nothing sexual unseen only footage on the plane uh, on the plane on the way to Mexico and footage at a club and a restaurant on the same trip Kim remains firm in her belief that there is no second sex tape that exists Dude, what I, do you mean firm in your belief you either know that a second sex tape exists or not why would you ever want to be a celebrity dude I say this to her all the time. I'm like, can you imagine how awful it would be? Like horrible. When we started talking about Kanye, there was like one weekend where mm-hmm. we came back for a Monday and I, I just said, I just want you guys to look at this. And I just typed in Kanye West on TMZ and it was nine news stories in just the last three days. Yep. And I said, what this is, is a digital log of how awful it would be to get divorced as a celebrity. Dude, mm-hmm. he's like the poor guy has to talk about because like, obviously because of press, they, they, like Kim's people are trying to do like, mm-hmm. You know, like damage control, and this poor guy, like really, ha- bo- I mean, both of them really. When you really think about how awful this but is, but it seems like he's doing the damage control for himself, which is an issue because he's a wild boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, and she's uh, and she's got an, an agency. Yeah, no, and, she's and, and professionals making sure that and she, she's going to be a lawyer. Yeah, and she's going to be a lawyer. Yeah, you can already tell she's got the, that litigious mindset. Mm-hmm. The source notes that both Kim and Kanye are sensitive as co-parents and how the continued talk uh, of the tape may affect their kids, especially when it's continued to be brought up in a way that's thoughtless and intended to cause more pain. I mean, that's a side uh, effect of being famous, uh, in, in, in by becoming famous for being famous. I mean, she clearly... She's a w- master marketer. She could, yes. And like she clearly launched a sex tape. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously. I am also 
of the opinion. I, I, I have the hot take that hot take. she's more attractive now than she was back then. And uh, I just think it would be better now than, than back then. That's my personal hot take on the matter. Oh, no. okay, she, she was pretty hot. <laughs> See, Jane agrees with me. Something he finally well, agrees with. At least with. you guys are wrong with conviction. That's fine. There we go. <laughs> it's all you can ask for. Interesting. Oh. It's been Ray J's former manager, Wack 100, who who teased the existence of a second sex tape last year, clearly for marketing purposes. Wack 100. That's the guy's name. Okay. Not <laughs> even important enough to get a, a a hashtag in the hashtag part of this article. So it sounds like Kim wants to leave the sex tape stuff behind. With her rep telling us, after 20 years, she truly wishes to move on from this chapter with focus instead on the positive things she continues to do as a mother, entrepreneur, and advocate for justice reform. I agree with all that. Uh, I, I mean, it, it use we're kind of past this era where like the Kim Kardashians and the Paris Hilton's who got famous for being famous. Now it's influencers who do that, but it's literally mm -hmm. part of an actual marketing strategy. They just, they were flying by the seat of their pants and turned it into business empires. I mean, Paris Hilton had her family's, uh, you know, both of them had money beforehand. Yeah, but she became her own thing. They were prototypes of what is now influencer culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but not only are they rich now, now they're like, they move masses. Like yep. uh, that, that gen there's a Jenner girl, one of them. Didn't she, like, have, like, a donation drive so she could be, like, the first billionaire? Um, Kylie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Isn't that wild? Like, yeah. Like, she could are, be the first billionaire what? I don't know. The first billionaire, like, donating money no, or no, something no, no, like no, that? Like, no, I'm just joking. Just, like, the first billionaire in X category. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry I don't know the category. I really don't give a boop. Another but, like, thing the, I, yeah. the thing mm -hmm. is, just imagine the, the pathology of people. That are way poorer than her is like I just want to get this lady to be a billionaire. Mm -hmm. They love the people. I, mean, yeah, I talk to cult. her all the time about the weird worship of celebrities. Who when the, we we covered Machine Gun Kelly and mm -hmm. Megan Fox and the ring thing, they're like, oh my god, somebody help Megan Fox. That ring having thorns is a is a serious red flag. And I'm like, they're saying it as if they're actually like reaching I'm out. I'm still to this upset. Person. The ring is a big red flag. Haven't you seen other things he made that was kind of a big red flag? Like, he tried to audition for a movie that she was in. That's and then, like, when they started dating, they got um, manicures where their pinky nails, like, connected with chains. So he wouldn't leave her sight. Bro, I mean, they're, weird. they're weird. But I'm saying, he's right. Like, mm -hmm. there's this weird worship of these people that is almost hard to believe to me man mm -hmm. and i got so much paris syndrome for celebrities because i used to work in so in advertising agencies yeah so we would we would get like local niche whatever so like mm -hmm. really irrelevant celebrities all the time and to do like tiktok commercials and things like that and it's in it's insane how self-involved and how they think that you think about them all the time yeah mm -hmm. and i was gonna be like ma'am read the line yep like i don't care that you're like the number one like whatever like i just need you to read this line one of my favorite things to do is they're to just sad people yeah mm -hmm. it, i have to constantly as somebody who's very very like self uh what's the term for aware it? not not uh, as somebody who's very very like uh based I, 
I have a hard time. I, I'm very, very self-conscious uh, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Uh, like one thing, you, like the type of person who goes out into public and you're like, they're all like, look, I look awful right now. Or like, you know, something happens and you assume everyone's looking at you. What you have to tell yourself is nobody gives a crap about you, dude. They're not paying attention. Speak to for you. yourself. Uh, there you go. Or like my favorite example is like, uh, if you're ever like afraid that you're going to die in an airplane, just remember like, are you really important enough that you're going to be one of the few people that dies in a major massive airline failure? Probably not. You're not that special, dude. Like that would have made you unique and you're probably not that unique. So it's like you it's have to like remind one in a million. Yeah. Like it's like, are the odds really, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just as long odds that you're going to win the lottery. Do you really think that's going to happen too? like, you got to be able to, to oh. humble yourself. Mm-hmm. On it's a either regular. one or the other. The you lottery should. system is just a scam for poor people to stay poor. Yep. Uh, it's That's a, my hot take for the day. Goodbye. Dude, my grandpa's 100. He's been playing the lottery all his life. He's won zero. Yeah, it's just to keep poor He's people a poor. 100, literally 100. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's just Kim's attorney, Marty Singer, denied that she had a second sex tape with Ray J and called the rumors unequivocally false. Who was asking where were the rumors? They, no one was talking Ray about J's, Ray J's manager was the one that claimed that the tape was out there, clearly for marketing purposes. Dude, like, Ray let's J. get Ray J back out there. It says, all I know is Kanye, holla at me, bro. We got a part. Oh, it says, the rumor started in September 2021 when Ray J's former manager, WAC 100, claimed on the Bootleg Kev podcast that he had a copy of the sex tape and wanted to give it as a gift to Kanye. Damn, Quote, man. all I know is Kanye, holla at me, bro. We got we got part two on the laptop. Ain't never been seen, he said at the time. We'd love for you to have it. It'd be a great personal private NFT. So they wanted to that sell it. Wild. They wanted to sell it as an NFT. You can't talk that shit in Puerto Rico. No, dude. You can't pop off like that. So, like, it says Kim's attorney, Marty Singer. He represented somebody else really famous too. I've heard that name before. Uh, Marty Singer denied that she that a second sex tape was really existed. That? Uh, mm-hmm. that that guy that re- that whack one hundred dude. I can't believe I'm saying that with a straight face. Uh, told them he's like, we got the other tape. Dude, imagine someone telling you that about your girl. And mm-hmm. especially knowing, like, how, like, protective Kanye was of, like, Kanye's not going to be flattered by that. He's going to be like, give me the freaking tape before I get... I mean, he had an epic line in one of his songs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Can I say it? Yeah, I, I Which one? Can you? <laughs> uh, I think so. Okay. Go for it. Okay. Does it matter you hit first? No. Uh, like, all the things matter is I'm rich. Essentially. Oh. Oh boy. I, I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Okay, so it says the claim that there's an unreleased sex tape is unequivocally false. He told Us Weekly in a statement, it's unfortunate that people make these statements to try and get their 15 minutes of fame. Ray J also denied that the sex tape existed in a post on his Instagram at the time. So it wasn't even like, it, it wasn't even Ray J. It was Ray J's manager just wanting to feel special. Mm-hmm. They're just so pathetic. Like, how, like, dude, it's been like a decade over. Like how Longer. many? Like twenty years. They said. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, twenty years. How old are we? But like, it's like, dude, we get it. You did it. Every not, no one even. It, it's so irrelevant to like the legacy and the dynasty that woman has made at this point. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's done so much more than be that tape. Not him, apparently. No, no but he and yeah. he has not. So. He just keeps harkening back to that, like every like three years or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it says uh, they're talking about uh, Kanye's Hollywood Unlocked interview in January 2022. 
that he quote or that he received a copy uh, of the video from Ray J and gave it to Kim to prevent it from leaking online. Quote, I went and got the laptop from Ray J myself that night. He said, I met this man at the airport, then got on a red eye, came back and delivered it to her at eight in the morning. He, he continued, quote, she cried when she saw it. You know why she cried when she seen that la- seen it on the laptop? Because it represents how much she's been used. It represents how much people didn't love her and they just saw her as a commodity. A spokesperson for Kim, however, denied that the laptop Kanye gave her had any, had another sex tape on it with Ray J, and claimed that it was on the that the hard drive had just unseen footage of her and Ray J on vacation in Mexico. So maybe Kanye didn't even look at the footage; he just assumed that the that what Ray J, that what the WAC one hundred dude said was true. Dude, giving him a laptop doesn't mean anything. Does that? Don't any of these fools know about digital copies? Like, what the hell? I know, right? Uh, it's <laughs> yoink, and you just put a copy in your own external Dawn. hard drive. Mm-hmm. Yep. But here's the laptop. Like, whatever. So clearly the tape didn't exist. It was just them on vacation. And then maybe Kanye didn't watch the footage, just assumed that it actually was on there, and then delivered it to Kim. So That poor guy. Yep. That poor both of them in this case. Yeah. Uh, like, this, that whole divorce is just awful, man. Yeah. I mean, they seem to be friends, at least. Kind I of. Uh, Kanye is coming off as a stalker, according to TMZ. I mean, but, like, FTMC or whatever the hell they actually, about it. I was telling, I was talking to Hannah Claire the other day. TMZ is actually my favorite outlet to get any of this. They are beautifully unbiased. Mm-hmm. Unbiased. I believe, yeah, they will crap on, not even crap. They report on everything. Yeah. They report like they, they lose credibility if they start taking sides. So mm-hmm. they have to report on all the ridiculousness from everyone. But they exaggerate mm-hmm. the hell out of stuff. But I, I'm talking more. They're they're ble- they're beautifully nonpartisan. Right. Mm-hmm. They, they they don't give a crap whether you're left right. They'll they'll report on creepy person uh, trying to make everyone wear a mask just as much as they'll crap on somebody doing the opposite right they just want the drum they just it's how it's how they make their money i also believe that they're leaving money on the table like they could probably fund their whole business by turning all their crazy stuff that gets sold to them as nfts Mm -hmm. can you imagine having that original video of oj simpson in the white bronco and not selling that for like Uh, a gazillion dollars nfts yep the law, the amount. Of, I think the best thing about NFTs is the amount of lawsuits that are gonna be in the future. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you got sold that, but the person doesn't own it. You absolute boop. It's like the dot com bubble mm-hmm. bursting. Like, there's so many dumb people. Like, anyway. Yep, it is what it is, man. So, I mean, you can make money off of anything. That's what the art world teaches you. Yep, for real. That anything can be. Uh, if you if you market it correctly and you treat it as a commodity, anything can make you money. Just ask mm-hmm. Congress. Yep. Up. That's the so, one political thing on this okay, podcast. I need now. to know: Were you a fan of Kim's tape? I. <laughs> so it's on the hub still. As our resident hub expert here, it's still on the hub, and hub I didn't. Expert. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't really like it because it kind of reminds me of the Paris Hilton one. <laughs> so both of the guys like basically angled the women to basically be in front of the camera so they can watch themselves do it. I can't believe I'm talking about this. <laughs> it is what it is, man. It, it's just weird. I don't like it. It's weird. And it's not the full video. Like, they used to have the full video on there, but now they took it down. It's only like 10 minutes. <laughs> we've, we're, we've learned a lot today, I think. The mm-hmm. original video was like 30 minutes long, I think. Man, and then we got, we got the edited, <laughs> the, the abridged version. This yeah. is some bull. There's like two abridged versions. Miracle's, two abridged. Miracle's got the director's cut. Yeah, she's for real. Got, she, the extended. The, the 25th anniversary <laughs> edition. With commentary. With all, the bo- <laughs> with all the bonus features. 
who did Kim Kardashian's makeup. I know. She got like you a know movie. who did it. No, no, I'm just joking. Okay. But no, it would be funny if I did have the direct. She's got like a <laughs> DVD box set. Like <laughs> like Kanye was like, hey, Miracle, can you keep this? And I'm like, sure. And I'm Recently, just sitting there watching it. Listen, Kanye wouldn't give it to you because you're a Drake t- stand. Exactly. No, he I love it to me. Right. He doesn't even know you. You don't know that. You don't know that. Not for sure. Oh, that would be cool. That would be cool. That would be cool. It would be. Women date Brett. No, oh, man. Come on. We're going to move on to Podluck. Yay. We are going to move on to Podluck. So the first story is, I have three here. We can do three, but we're going to talk about <coughs> Elon Musk Yay. and what he has to say at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's go, Elon. Let's go. Uh, on Tuesday, it says, Elon Musk encourages McDonald's to accept Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. The real question is, why don't they just make uh, like clown coin or, or like... Well, Burger King... McDonald's coin. Yeah, Bur- they should have King coin. Burger King should have King no, coin. No, but... Burger King, they said every time you buy a meal for them, so one of their burger um, meal combos, every time you buy it from them, you get um, basically a Bitcoin. What? Yeah. Miracle, that was like a miracle you are wrong. <laughs> you're, you're not they give get- you 48 grand worth of money. No, they like legit, like it was like a whole advertising thing where it's they're not like, a Bitcoin. do it. It's not a Bitcoin. It's a not fraction. a Bitcoin. Well, it's like basically it's one of their bitcoins because oh they're trying God. to make it i'll give you an example mm-hmm. i'll give you an example of fan you're you're a marketing guy yeah so there's a skate company like there's a wax company called j wax uh in europe and they Horrible have a name. Uh-huh. they have a an ad they were doing an advertisement right now because like skating you know you grind rails and stuff like uh-huh. that and they did a thing where like when bitcoin fell where it's like need wax to slide down there and it's literally you're grinding down a bit like the map as it's going down <laughs> and then they sold the wax in in Bitcoin, like it's like instead of like <laughs> instead of fifteen dollars, it's like point zero 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 point eight one or point one eight Ethereum. <laughs> Why is everyone a memer now? It's mm. it's how you market, man. Everyone's I, like a, either a concerned nana or like a memer. Have you seen that uh, the the meme? It's a meme of a meme where it's like it's mm-hmm. a job app. It's like a it's a job opening, and it says sixty to seventy five thousand dollars a year to create memes for a company. And it says don't ever let your parents tell you oh don't ever God. let your parents tell you to give up on your dream. I quit. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, I really I really miss days where like Elon was like, like a little mysterious. And, yeah, like, you get a, didn't get enough of him. Yeah, but yeah. now that we're getting to meet him he's just like says i will eat a happy meal on tv if mcdonald's accepts dogecoin why does he why does he push dogecoin i have no idea it's like it's such a bad crypto we're almost okay fine yep Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, billy marcus the creator of dogecoin replied to a mcdonald's tweet with a photo showing fries last week by saying Mm -hmm. i want to fry mcdonald's then responded to marcus's tweet with a photo of shiba uh how do you pronounce that one is that shiba i always forget shiba Shiba that's oh oh, the mascot yeah yeah uh, it says uh it says (laughs) elon the the ceo of tesla spacex tweeted on tuesday i will eat a happy meal if mcdonald's accepts dogecoin McDonald's has yet to conf- to respond to Musk's tweet or answer the request for comment from inside uh, from insider on the issue. Mm-hmm. After Marcus tweeted last week, another person quoted McDonald's: "If you guys accepted Dogecoin payments, I would go more often." McDonald's replied: "We appreciate hearing your interest and continuously evaluate the payments experience." He's That's the most corporate answer ever. He's definitely the new Warren Buffett. You know how yeah. in the past, like if Warren Buffett buys this thing, it just goes up, x up. He's like the Warren Buffett of crypto. It's he kind of is. Well, he's, he's like he's. He's as much his own advertiser as he is. Uh, but anything he says either like raises or destroys the market. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yep. 
I mean, he does that on purpose, right? Like a lot Obviously. of people bought in when he did Saturday Night Live. Mm -hmm. Like uh, you a know. lot of people sold. But, I mean, like mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, like uh, after like sold off, right? <laughs> so it's. <laughs> Dude, I'll never forget uh, hearing someone on the phone telling their friend to be like, "Dude, dump thousands on uh, on Doge right now. Yeah. Like it's, it's just going to the moon." And literally the next day, turn. Yeah. I just bought like into more like, you know, after the recent thing. Like I don't, I don't know shit about. I just buy, I buy and hold with uh, with crypto. That's the way you should. It's, it's, it's like, like generational wealth. It's for your kids. Mm -hmm. I, I buy very. Li I I don't make a lot of money, so I buy little bits at a time and mm -hmm. just do what I can and I actually I don't know why he's he's pushing coins like this but I, I don't do you think it's like financially motivated do you think he's doing obviously like I, I obviously he owns like a like a F ton mm -hmm. I'm being so good today uh, an F ton of like stuff he, he's obviously like influencing it he can and, like, raise it and lower it at his will I mm -hmm. feel like within our lifetime we're gonna see him like get into like a real real lawsuit about like rigging markets like, really for real because I, I don't feel like he's like I mean I I don't know how deep into this we want to get but like I, he doesn't seem to be like a Warren Buffett like a guy that's like, really like inside with all the good good and bad boys mm -hmm. yeah like he just seems to be like a memer who, yep. who does his stuff and like I don't think he's gonna have the protections he thinks he does. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Uh, my favorite meme of all time is this. It's a meme of a. It's like a. Ta it's a. The, it's a prize list from a tabletop gaming tournament, mm -hmm. and uh, it's from like the late '90s or early 2000s, right? Uh, and it says like prize first place is eight hundred dollars, second place is five hundred dollars, third place is one hundred dollars, fourth and fifth place twenty five bitcoins each. Damn. <laughs> Can you imagine if those people still oh had their god, still had their logins? Oh my god! Wouldn't that I be beautiful? So. I hope so. Wouldn't that be beautiful? I hope that happens. Um, I don't know. I get a kick out of Musk. He's uh, he's um, I will always like his because he keeps. I like him. He too, keeps things interesting. Uh, I would rather if, if life is going to be happening the way it's happening right now and everything feels like it's falling apart around you. I would at least it be fun. I would re at least want it to be funny. And he mm -hmm. keeps things. He keeps things interesting to me. He's such a memer. He is very. He is a meme lord. He <laughs> loves it. He's the ultimate meme lord that regrew his hair. Yeah, it's the the meme. It says when you're so rich, your hair grows back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Uh, he's the best. So I, I want to talk Mighty Ducks. Uh, I was going to wear my jersey today, and I did not do it. But they're, repla they're replacing Emilio Estevez uh, in this movie, which makes me extremely, Why? extremely sad. I think it's, it's. I think it's got no, because he's the original star of the movie. Of I think it has to do with uh, uh, COVID and stuff like that. But I, I won't speculate uh, too much. But I will say that in the realm of like a casting director's work, they did a fairly good job here with who they got. So it says mm -hmm. the Mighty Ducks Game Changers TV show has found a new star to replace Emilio Estevez. I think they should have just canceled the show. Rather For real, than, rather dude. Than keep like, doing it's it. a crime to do it without him. Yeah, uh, the Mighty Ducks Game Changers went through a massive change between seasons one and two when star Emilio Estevez's departure was announced as the, fa as the face of the franchise and arguably the biggest name attached to the Disney Plus series losing Estevez raised uh, the big question of who could possibly fill his shoes or hockey skates as the case may be now the show has cast none other than Transformers uh, and Jupiter Legacy star Josh Dumel to replace Estevez 
that kind of works. Josh Duhamel can play like middle American dad type. He? And he was, um, he played one of the military dudes in the Transformers movies. Uh, he was in Jupiter's Legacy, which is a Netflix superhero show that was just like this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I know who he is, but he's, uh, he was in a movie called, he was in a, a Nicholas Sparks movie called Safe Haven. I don't know how I know that, but I know that. Brett secretly reads all the erotic and love novels by himself. Yeah, That's by myself. I just sit in my room and cry. And I've read, had that suspicion yeah. for a while. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but he he does. He, he was also in a show called Las Vegas with James Caan, which from like the early 2000s, which I have a soft spot for. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mighty Ducks players wind up training under Gary Cole when they have... Oh, let me, did I miss a paragraph here? Yeah, okay. Uh, there's not. To, that's not to say that Dumel will be playing Gordon, Bo- Gordon Bombay in a recast, so he's not taking over the role. They're, mm-hmm. way, they're far apart in ages, right? So uh, it says, however, THR reports that he has been cast in the... St- as the star of season two as a former pro hockey player who has become a coach named Gavin Cole. Mm-hmm. He applies the lessons he learned and teaches uh, from hockey to life and has a knack for inspiring and charming while also getting intense about training for the Mighty Ducks in the, in the next chapter of the series on Disney+. Plus. I really would have wished they would have just canceled it. Um, uh, I don't think you need to do this. I I say that the casting is good and maybe he can pull it off, but you're going to lose a lot of older fans. It's like, like disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Somebody like me is not going to watch it, but maybe if you if you caught enough youth watching it in season one, like their parents were really big into Mighty Ducks and then they got the kids watching season one and they enjoyed it, you might keep the child audiences for season two, but you're going to lose. So. You're going to lose the people my age. But if you but if you lose the protagonist, it's like it's a harsh one, man. Yep. How are they going to get rid of him? Is he going to die off screen? Like, what are they going to do? He's like he wa- he moved away to go teach the the less mighty ducks in in Ontario, Canada. Uh, uh, the the replacement of Gordon Bombay with Josh Jumel's Gavin Cole came after the initial expectation was for Emilio Estevez to return and reprise his role, in which case the story for season two undoubtedly would have been quite different. News of his departure came back in November with initial reports stating that a combination of creative differences and conflict over COVID vaccination requirements mm-hmm. were the reasons for Estevez leaving. The actor and executive producer later released a statement with Deadline to clarify the situation from his own perspective, explicitly stating that he is not, quote, anti-vax and that the reason for his leaving the Mighty Ducks Game Changers which he was openly enthusiastic about when he explained why he returned to why he returned to acting was nothing more than a good old-fashioned contract dispute and not because of anti uh, of an anti-vax position he also cited a myriad a myriad of creative differences and even thanked the studio and producers that sounds like contract uh, like NDA stuff yeah. kicking in there but it's funny because um, we've been talking a lot about how COVID is used as like an excuse for yeah. everything now Every time a movie fails, it's because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Every time Adele has to cancel a show, it's because of COVID. COVID. Uh, COVID. It's, it's the response. It's what's responsible for everything failing right now. I wonder what people are going to do in a couple of years. It's a built-in excuse for everything that doesn't work. Basically, just they're just going to be all hermits and have stupid excuses for a disease that may or may not kill you yet. Well, it's eventually people have to go back out in the real world, mm-hmm. right? And you can't use... Businesses will use this as an excuse for as long as they possibly and can. And by the real world, we mean the metaverse. Mm-hmm. Oh, God help me. There is no COVID in the metaverse. Is there COVID in the metaverse? There will nope. be. Nope. Right. It's just called a virus. It is. So it says, if you haven't already checked out the show that bought the iconic characters from the franchise back to life, you can watch the series on Disney+. Plus. I have not watched it. I don't plan to watch it. Uh, I just thought it was a bummer because I love Emilio Estevez in that role. And he came back to acting to do this. So the creative differences, if it is indeed creative differences and not the other stuff, must have been very severe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like to, to, to take off a legacy guy like that, especially... Yeah. 
the Mighty Ducks movies were like legit Americana, like piece of cinema. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm from Minnesota. I'm from Minnesota. My I have friends and family that were extras in the movies. Oh yeah, uh, that's I awesome. Have a Hawks, you gotta show me. I have a Hawks jersey down there with Adam Banks's name on the back that I paid money for. Dude, the the quack, quack, the, yeah? quack. That was so. I don't know. When you were a kid, that was so epic. Um. It, oh wait, no, I didn't pay money for. I had. You've never seen that movie, Miracle? I seen clips of it, and then the new remake, or like. Yeah, it's a remake, right? No, or no, they did one, two, a and three. Um, the the TV show came out last year. Yeah, I watched like a clip of it, and I was like, mm. the, you, it's a had to be there thing. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah. it's very much a product of its time. Jovial nineties. Yep, it was. Uh, the world was good. Clinton was in office. Everything's fine. Will Smith was getting jiggy with it. Will Smith was making uh, Big Willie style, and Independence Day was coming out. Not talking with his wife on a red couch about like their marriage falling apart. <laughs> see, that's if anybody needs to be saved right now, it's Will Smith. Like, why do they like every time you see something about it? They're like, why? Are they still interviewing him? I think he's the most like fallen celebrity I've seen because he's about like, to win an Oscar this year. For everyone loves King Will Richard. Smith. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everyone loves Will Smith. Yep. Yeah, he won an Oscar already, right? Yeah. And he was yeah, just going to get it for directing this year. He was the definition of cool. Yep. And now he's just been cut in half. Like everything. everything. His kids are insane. His wife is a cheater. She didn't. It was an entanglement. Okay, it was an entanglement. Yeah, get, you get, think get she the language right? Yeah. You think she didn't go for August? That's some female privilege. But the fact right that there. she like had to make him talk about that in camera, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's that meme. That that meme will live on forever. He'll probably be able to sell that meme someday of him crying. He should. So, one Poor more thing. story that we're finally going to cover because this is the, this is the Can most. Can you do polite. it in the accent? I'm not going to do the accent. No, I'm not. Um, it says, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, car accident victim, a huge fan. God bless, but I'm hurting. This really does feel <laughs> This really does feel like, I love your movies, but oh, my back hurts. Uh, nice. Like, anybody who says that they don't, if you get into a car accident with like a rich celebrity, if you're telling me your mind doesn't immediately go to huge payout, you're lying. You're lying. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of uh, one of the people involved in Arnold Schwarzenegger's multi-car wreck couldn't believe her eyes, not only because of the movie multi-car li- wreck, because of the movie stunt-like crash, but because she's a huge fan of his. Mm-hmm. Uh, Habiba Maminova uh, was one of the drivers who had a close encounter with Arnold's SUV in Friday's crash, and she tells TMZ, "quote She felt like she was hallucinating when Arnold exi- when Arnold exited his Yukon." Uh, Habiba uh, says Arnold's one of her favorite actors, and while she says God bless him, she's painfully aware this wasn't exactly a great way to meet him for the first time. Still, she says she's telling everyone what and who happened. But come on, that car is not even nearby yours. This is not the best part. It says Habiba says she was just doing her job job on Friday, driving patients to doctor's appointments. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> when all of a sudden she was smacked in the middle of an accident involving a movie star and former governor. She's like, can you imagine? Like, he doesn't just hit somebody. He mi- he, he hit somebody who drives less Whoa. fortunate people to doctor's appointments. Uh, she's, she says she was waiting in a red light to turn on Sunset Boulevard, Boulevard when Arnold's SUV collided with a red Prius. And before she knew it, one of Arnold's back tires was smacking into her, her car, causing a harsh jolt. Habiba said the initial impact was so strong that she thought she broke her spine. Oh, my it's, God. It's literally the, oh, my, like, this is awful. Like, I, I, 
Looks like I the hope, house remodeling going to okay. have to wait. I, I hope they're mm-hmm. both okay. Like, I hope everyone's okay. But it really does feel like, yeah, yeah. oh, no. Oh, my wrist. Uh, my, it's, it hurts. Only uh, thing that can help is a little bit of money. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> she says she's now experiencing pain in her spine and back and from her shoulder down her left side, and she's getting checked up by a doctor this week. Habiba's concerned about her job moving forward. She says her car is badly damaged, which will make it difficult, if not impossible, to drive patients around town. Damn, bro, mm-hmm. she's asking for a new car, a new back. But she said she's reached out to an attorney for legal advice. Yeah, you're, she's reciting the legal advice in this, in this thing, man, I bet. So it says, as we first told you, law enforcement officials and sources say police believe the accident was Arnold's fault, though he was not ticketed. Uh, he's going to pay for this one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, can you imagine him? Like, she's like, but I have to get this patient to the doctor's office. He's like, oh, my God. Why couldn't I have hit like a, another rich person who would have then like we could have then dueled it out. Like now he's like the public opinions way against him mm-hmm. in this. At least he's not Alec Baldwin. This is true. We avoid that one on here. We don't talk about that one on here. Yeah. It's all right. You're okay, Dane. Yeah, yeah, we we haven't talked about uh, You did a good job. You did a good (laughs) job. So I just, I thought that story was just, I can't imagine like him being like, oh my God, she's a fan of mine. And she's like, I need your, I need you to sign this. And it's like both an autograph thing and like an admission of guilt, like just uses it for both. Oh my God, dude. Dude. So I don't know. Uh, the car accident was like uh, nobody died, and that's mm-hmm. uh, hopefully everyone's okay. I'm well, not. How many try- people get hurt? That's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to be disrespectful of like the, the situation. It doesn't say in this in this article, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to make light of everything. Obviously, a car accident's awful, but I just thought it was crazy. It's like she drives people to the doctor for a living, and her spine in particular. Hurts. Sp- like it's gonna be like it's gonna be a rough one for for Arnold in this case. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Well. Eh. Meh. If you could get into a car accident with a celebrity, who would it be? Oh my! Oh, oh! Which one has the most money? Oh man, Elon! You want to get into a, a car accident? No, with Elon? but Elon's so nice. Okay. Um, I don't know. Christopher Walken. There you go. Oh God! I should have been walking, not driving. What happened to your car? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a celebrity that I don't like. <laughs> no, that, no, it has. To, I don't know. It has to be a celebrity. It's really I don't a hard like. question. I'm gonna have to think of it. Yeah. I forget. Like I like I don't remember what I was. It was like a, it wasn't a YouTube video. It was like mm-hmm. a it was like a short film where it's like somebody gets into a car accident. All you hear is ching 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 ching. Like as they're hit. Oh my the god! Ca- imagine as the car's getting, getting pushed by the other car. I was part of one one of those. Really? Really? I, I mean, literally like nine cars. Like boom boom boom. Oh boom, man! Boom. And, my, and my dad like broke just in time to like break the chain mm-hmm. but that person that was responsible for like nine people's cars getting effed up crazy mm-hmm. dude so yeah That's scary bro it's very scary yeah so uh, have you ever been in a car accident yeah he just said he had no other no, than no, that no, one no i i was in one i was mm. driving down the highway and, yeah and my car literally shot off mm. i was going 60 yeah and, and my car like literally shot off Mm-hmm. And I and it, I was running and I started spinning. Oh no! And it, I was like, my life is in like God's hands now. <laughs> yeah. And I avoided every car, and like I'm alive today. Nice. What about you, Brett? Before I say it, one of my favorite memes last year is a car. Like it's a person who like on the seat of a car you see like one of those steering wheel lock things, mm-hmm. and the steering wheel's gone. It says Jesus, please stop taking the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have uh, never been in like a in like a car accident I have however been a witness uh, when I saw I used to drive for a medical supply company I used to deliver prescriptions to to hospice facilities Mm -hmm. and 
I watched a person try to walk across a freeway. You were almost that lady. I was almost <laughs> that lady. Uh, I, I, I was probably a lot less sympathetic. Uh, but I, I was trying to, a guy tries to walk across the freeway at night and hits a motorcycle. A motorcycle hits it head on. And then the motorcycle flips over and the and then the guy who's walking gets hit and then gets hit by the car in front of me oh my god mm-hmm. dude uh, <laughs> what a mess <laughs> uh, it was it was fucking it was awful why like, are you walking on the freeway in the middle of the night i, I mean that was Sir, that was one of the are you taking super meth i don't <laughs> you should i'm not going to joke that. i'm not going to joke about I know. that one um but yeah that i experienced that when i mm-hmm. when i when i was working for a, a medical supply company and i still think about that thing sometimes because it's like we'll be on the road mm-hmm. and if anyone knows if you want to get into a car accident you should drive with miracle what because she's a fantastic <laughs> driver um well screw you i drive pretty okay for uh, life this is objectively false information. Well, That's okay. You're young. Reuters fact check false. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did get into a car accident um, because my car hydroplaned. Uh, she's young. She had not driven on roads for very long. It's okay. Hydroplaned. Yeah. Well, hydroplaned. You don't turn away from the uh, turn. You turn into the. You know, I'm staying so. away from this topic. Yes, yeah. So it's an inside joke here about yeah. mir- miracles driving is like an inside joke here. We're, we're we give her crap about it, but we all love her. Eh. Eh, well, know. I almost hit a deer with my new car. She did. Like the moment she she got a car, and then she yeah. texted me on her way home. She's like, almost hit a deer already, and I'm like, Ugh. people have warned me so much about that, and I yeah. I haven't like seen one yet. Like, no, I'm, I'm so driving. scared. We're here at night usually. They, they're they're more prevalent out on the roads here. Like mm-hmm. at night, you'll see a lot more of them that time. So, yeah. I'm so scared now because like um, they jinx like they jinx me. Both him and Brian jinx me. Like they're like, imagine you just like text Lisa because it's still under Lisa's name. Text her and go like, hey, I hit a deer. Bye. Yep. It's under me. your name. Yep. So. Yep. So just uh, I'm not too afraid of getting in a car accident as long as I'm with Dane or Nick. Or just about anyone but me. Well, no, like Nick does this thing where he does aggressive driving. Nick is Nick <laughs> just gonna, like Nick put every, everyone's knowledge out there. Like, yeah, we're done. We're done. Sorry, we're done with the driving stuff. That was that was fun. Well, Brett, I want you to drive. Can you get your license? I got to get my license. I, I let my license lapse and never like it didn't retake. Like I have to retake the test now. I was two days away from that. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was. Uh, I almost. Uh, I. I, I and have to go do that while I'm here. It's just such a hassle now. It is like having to go and I'll have to find a place to take the test. I'll have to freaking somebody you gotta take the driving I, test. I've taken driving oh test. Oh my god, yeah. Brett. Yeah, dude. I thought it was like the the analytical part. I had to do that in Minnesota. I, I did. I retook the written test, and then then they're like, you have to take the because re- I the only reason I retook the written test is because I was told that I was only gonna have to retake the written one, mm-hmm. and then I would get it back. I think I'd never drive again. And then they, I, I'm kind of at that point where I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like but, but I live where give I, up on driving. I live where I work. I, like I. Most of the places I've lived, I didn't need to. Plus, it saves you a lot of money when mm-hmm. you don't have to drive. And you're the god king here. And it's like, and I, like I said, I, I've had several jobs that involved driving. So it's like, and all my friends lived at least an hour away from me. I hate driving. Like, so it's like now I'm like, I for years I took advantage of the fact that I'm like, no, you're coming to pick me up for a while. I did all, a lot of driving. You guys are going to come pick me up for a while. But I've run out that welcome now. So now I'll have to eventually get my license back. So I could take you a couple of places. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Thank you for that. We love Dane here. As you should. Yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, Dane, what, you're the social media guy here. Why don't you share with everyone your social media so people know where to find you? My social medias are irrelevant, but I will tell you what. You should definitely subscribe to Pop Culture Crisis. Yes. Mm-hmm. On YouTube, where you can get some real 
awesome like longer form clips yep. on TikTok and Facebook where you can get shorter form clips and you can watch the whole thing. I mean, listen to it. On He's Spotify. doing my bit. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like. He's stealing your job. Yeah. I mean, technically it's my job. And like, <laughs> I, I want to tell you guys like, um, you know, like behind the scenes, like Brennan Marigold, they're super cool peeps. And like we didn't pay him to say this. No, no, no. I, this is the beginning of the show, and like they they talk about you and like try to do like content for you and like try to please the audience. So it's really special, like when content creators like want to do something for their audience. So if you put, you know, comments about like what you want to hear mm -hmm. and like positive, like constructive criticism, like everyone will take it to heart. And like this mm -hmm. is, I mean, we're like forty two episodes in, but like it's only getting better from here, baby boy. And nice. that's my plugs. Thank you, buddy. Well, uh, you can also see him on timcast.com, hitting in the backgrounds. He's the yeah. person who puts up the clips. He is. He, mm -hmm. is. he is our savior here. Yep. Miracle, tell everyone your social media. I don't have social media because it rots your brain. Apparently, I am the only one who, and even I didn't promote mine. As a, If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at Brett Dasovic. I talk social media, or I talk uh, pop culture, movies, mm -hmm. and stuff, usually in my stories. I post skating clips every day. It's all the good stuff. If you want to follow the podcast, please first go to YouTube and mm -hmm. subscribe to the channel of Pop Culture Crisis. We have individual videos that are segmented, and then in the description for those videos, after you've liked the video, shared the video to your friends, and left a comment, you can go into the description and you'll get a link to the Spotify playlist, which has the full unabridged uh, version of every episode. And I prefer, you know, there's people that love the Spotify version that love to listen to the whole thing as one long piece. Mm -hmm. Some people love the clips, uh, you know, there's some people who are our biggest fans who also watch the Cast Castle. Yep. They watch um, the YouTube clips and listen to the podcast. Yep. So they're just double whamming for mm -hmm. us. So if you go to the Spotify playlist, you can watch the full episode there. We are also available on Amazon Music, mm -hmm. on Apple Podcasts, and on Pandora. And if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Twitter, at popculture underscore show. And then you can make our friend Dane, who you have now met much better, very happy by following us on Facebook and on TikTok, at popculturecrisis. We will be back with another episode tomorrow with Hannah Claire. See you then, guys. Bye. Bye. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.